This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. And we give you the features on the site there completely free. So enjoy those on us. Uh, Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Actually, the main feature of the site allows you to control the content. So the stuff you see there on the front page, all of it created by listeners like you. Uh, We didn't do anything. We just created the site, put it there, and then you filled it with the content. Uh, And it's free, of course. You can go there, and if you find something online that you think is pretty cool you want to share with some of our listeners, you just submit it as show prep to freetalklive.com. And then other listeners can vote as to whether or not they like or dislike uh, the content that's there. And so you get to vote on things, too. And the most liked will make it to the front page and the top of the website at freetalklive.com. And, you know, it does a pretty good job of kind of keeping an eye on different liberty-oriented news or not-so-liberty-oriented news from around the country and around the world. But sometimes, you know, it's not all there. And one of the stories that should be there but isn't tonight I wanted to open the show with is one of my heroes, uh, Julian Heichlin. Now, I don't actually have him on the line, but we have had him on the show in the past, and uh, he's toured around the country going from courthouse to courthouse and handing out fully informed jury information, handing out information about jury nullification, which is uh, generally published by the Fully Informed Jury Association. You can go to FIJA.org to learn more about them. That's F-I-J-A dot org, FIJA, the Fully Informed Jury Association. And Julian has been arrested many, many times. I have lost track personally. He may not be able to recall either. Uh, And by the way, he's 79 years old. So this is an elderly gentleman who is essentially, you know, he's done with his life. He's he's retired. He used to be a professor. Um, He's, I don't mean to say he's done with his life, but as far as a lot of the things that people object to as to why they can't do civil disobedience or put their neck out for activism he doesn't have those things so he doesn't have a career he's retired he doesn't have kids i mean he's got kids but they're all grown up so they don't depend on him and i don't think he has a wife uh at home so this guy can really put himself on the line and take risks like few others can and in fact i would say that julian heichlin is probably He's probably the preeminent civil disobedience activist of our time in the in the liberty movement. I mean, maybe there's somebody else out there that's not necessarily doing things for liberty that's civilly disobedient that is doing more than Julian Heichlin. But within the people that are in this movement, the, the overall liberty movement, this guy is absolutely outstanding and heroic and courageous and an inspiration, uh, an inspiration to me and I hope to a lot of others because what he has done is incredible. So as I mentioned, he's been going around to a federal courthouse, uh, to federal courthouse all across the, the, the country and handing out this information and has been arrested in the process, has been charged with, uh, with crimes that have to do with illegal distribution of handbills. He's facing a federal charge right now uh, but m- many of the charges he is facing or has faced have been dropped 
Usually they just arrest him for the purpose of getting him off the street, of getting him uh, away from the average folks in this country who the government is very scared that he's going to enlighten them. He's, they're frightened that this elderly gentleman is going to connect with people and give them information from the Fully Informed Jury Association that they could put to use. Because when jurors learn the truth, and that is that they have the right to not only judge the facts in the case, but also to judge the law itself, that they can actually nullify by finding someone not guilty, even if all the facts are real crystal clear. Like if you had 20 pounds of pot and they caught you red-handed with it, you could go in on a jury. If you knew about jury nullification and know about your rights as a juror, you could say not guilty anyway because you disagree with the war on drugs and you think that that particular law is wrong so as a juror you have the right to do that but they don't tell you these things when you're in court now they used to from what i understand i mean i wasn't around for this but the uh, the 1800s they used to actually give this instruction to the jurors but then toward the end of the 1800s they kind of figured out that this isn't very good for the state and its power so they stopped slowly stopped uh, giving out these instructions and in many courtrooms across the country it's completely prohibited. If you, as a defendant or an attorney, attempt to bring up jury nullification during your trial, there's a good chance you could be charged with the with contempt of court, or perhaps uh, the, the case is called as a mistrial, and they you know they'll start it all over again. So they don't want this information getting out, and you can tell that that's the case. Not only are they covering it up actively and not telling people through their own system, but when Julian Heichlin comes along and starts handing out this information at federal courthouses, they flip out. They send out cops to threaten him, and of course, he's not intimidated, so he doesn't leave. He continues to hand out the uh, the information, and when he doesn't leave, they will eventually place him under arrest on some nonsensical charge. And then he will uh, typically go limp because he doesn't – I don't think he believes in assisting in his kidnapping, assisting his kidnappers. So he goes limp and then they have to carry him away, in many cases load him into an ambulance. Again, we're talking about a 79-year-old man here. Uh, there's video footage of this out there of this guy getting arrested. And, uh, of course, as Julian has kind of gone along and gotten more publicity for what he's been doing, more people have stepped up to play support roles. So – uh, one of our listeners, Bile, from blogabile.com, was uh, in Manhattan at the time when Julian was doing this, and he was arrested as well. Uh, George Donnelly from georgedonnelly.com was also arrested, and these two uh, men were arrested because they dared to record video. Now, again, we're talking about outside of the courthouse. We're talking about outdoors on so-called public property, just handing out information to people and using a video camera. And people are being arrested and charged with criminal acts for this. So Julian Heichlin, like I mentioned, facing a federal charge right now of distributing handbills without a permit or something absurd like that, uh, believe that case is still kind of working its way through the courts. In fact, at one point, they uh, they actually came to his house and uh, arrested him because he didn't show up to court uh, in that instance. But that all brings me to what happened today. And what happened today was uh, I mean, even more, I think, heroic than what he's typically known for doing. Uh, Julian Heichlin went to Orlando, and we talked to you a few weeks back about a certain order from a judge down there, Belvin Perry, I believe is his name, who has banned the distribution of any information to jurors or potential jurors 
at this site of the, I believe it's the district court. We'll find out more here in a moment, but the Orange County Courthouse is what it's called. And he essentially banned this uh, information from being distributed on the entire grounds of the court. So not just talking about indoors at the court. We're talking about outdoors. We're talking about the parking lot. We're talking about an entire four-city block area where handing out anything, holding signs addressing the jury, anything at all, talking to jurors has been completely prohibited. And so uh, the Fully Informed Jury Association, by the way, Michelle uh, is joining us here tonight. Good evening, Michelle. Hi, Ian. Hey, so we're talking about Julian Heiklin, and of course you know who he is, right? Yes, I got to give him his dog tags at uh, Porkfest from Taryn. Because he's a hero, and that was Absolutely. like an award thing for him. Yeah. So he's he's gone down to Orlando today, this afternoon, to defy this judge's ban. This judge issued an order several weeks ago saying anybody that is handing out information or holding a sign or talking to jurors is going to be arrested and charged with a felony. And he's what, now 72 or 79. So? 79. Yeah. I mean, this guy is it's incredible. So this order comes out. There's, there's news headlines about it. The Fully Informed Jury Association, I think, disappointingly uh, came forth with uh, some sort of a press release saying, well, look, we know you want to do civil disobedience, but no, we don't think you should do that. We are, we're going to challenge this using the court That's system. Weak. It's really weak, and I was really sad to see it because normally the Fully Informed Jury Association is a very principled, uh, liberty-oriented group. But it's just it's sad to see people shying away from disobedience as a solution. Uh, to problems. So we'll tell you more about what Julian Heiklin did today. And it wasn't, I don't think it was just him. Uh, 800 259 You can take control, bring up whatever you want. This is Free Talk Live. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zempax, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves, dial in toll-free, and bring up anything at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com, and those features there include archives. So if you've missed a moment of the show, all you have to do is click and download. They are right there. On the front page of the website, the last week's worth there on the front page, and then if you click into the archives section, that'll take you way back to late 2006. All of it completely free, and thanks to HostGator, a worldwide leader for web hosting. They make it easy for you to get your own .com domain name, and create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. And whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, you can let the experts at HostGator host you. Now then, if you want a free month of HostGator, you should start going uh, enter their site through our link which is hostgator.freetalklive.com uh, then of course you're going to get your free month and of course you always get unlimited disk space unlimited bandwidth uh, 99.9% uptime guarantee and more go to hostgator.freetalklive.com that's hostgator.freetalklive.com for your first month of hosting for free now then uh, we're talking about Julian Heiklin who is one of my heroes i mean the guy is absolutely incredible 
the amount of courage this man has is exemplary and inspirational, and he's great. I mean, he seems like, seems like a nice guy, too. I mean, Very nice man and a former uh, professor from Penn State. And uh, he used to, uh, I guess, participate in 420 events on the campus. Oh, way back. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so this guy's this guy's been doing activism for a long time. 50 years. Right. And he's to the point where, you know, he just doesn't care. He doesn't have any kids at home uh, waiting for him to feed them. He doesn't have a, a job to go to I Monday morning. I wouldn't say morning. that he doesn't care. I would say that he is willing to risk his the um, appearance of freedom in order to fight for legitimate freedom. That's a nice way to put it. You're right. Uh, but a lot of people are concerned with what will happen to their family or to their job if they do uh, civil disobedience. This man does not have those concerns. Correct. He does not have those uh, those things in his life at this no, point. No, he should be relaxing and, and, and like doing pottery or something. Well, you would think. <laughs> but I, I think that what he's doing is great. And I wish more people his age, I wish more people in general would do civil disobedience. But certainly people of a elderly age set, it's I think all the more powerful when they do it because you just can't. You just can't put uh, the police pictures and video of the police arresting a 79-year-old man or a 70-year-old woman. You just can't put that in any sort of positive perspective from the government side. The government can't spin that. You know, a peaceful old man being arrested for handing out flyers in front of a courthouse. You can't spin I agree. that. I agree, but it's amazing how many stories are coming up recently. In fact, I, I read about one. I think it was on Cop Block today about the 68-year-old man or oh, the so. the grandpa and, that's been shot to death. Yes. And it was, I think it was shot to death but yes yeah, by I've the got massachusetts i mean it's just incredible so we're going to talk about haiti and maybe we'll talk about that grandpa here in a little bit but we haven't actually told you yet quite what happened today with uh, julian heichlin going to orlando where a judge has completely banned the handing out of any kind of information to jurors uh he has banned the uh, the, uh, the holding of signs the the speaking to uh jurors i mean you cannot do any sort of protest or outreach or anything like that at the orange county courthouse and is this um they're calling this a no free speech zone because based on what because the judge didn't like it uh the judge found out the first of all there's some activists there in orlando that came up to uh the porcupine freedom festival last year there was about two carloads of right activists on. Great folks. I uh, got the chance to meet them last year and their listeners. Many of them are listeners of this show. And I think they've been inspired by people like Julian and some of the other civil disobedience activists that we have here in New Hampshire. They've been inspired by that. So one of them, John Kurtz, uh, kind of kicked off a campaign of, of doing some local civil disobedience, which is incredibly heroic. For Fija mostly? Or? No, actually, he was doing uh, what he was doing was doing homeless uh, civil disobedience, where the city had banned the distribution of food to homeless people within a two two block radius, I think either two blocks or two miles. Anyway, a certain radius around city hall. So the city councilors didn't want the homeless riffraff around city hall. And so this guy got out there, John Kurtz. He got out there and put out a press release saying he was going to start uh, giving out sandwiches to homeless people on the steps of city hall. Right on. And he went out there and he did it, and he was not arrested, and he got all kinds of press and publicity for it. And then he did it again uh, after that. So mm -hmm. this guy kind of stirred things up down there in Orlando, which is great. And 
Uh, and then they were doing some fully informed jury uh, outreach as well, which isn't normally considered civil disobedience. I mean, most of the time – I mentioned earlier in the first segment how Julian Heichlin has been arrested all kinds of times for doing this. He's been doing it at federal courthouses. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, the feds are generally more uppity about mm-hmm. uh, this kind of outreach than local courts they want, are. They don't want the jury to be fully informed. <laughs> well, I don't think any of them want the jury to be fully informed. But the feds are more likely, from my experience, to do something about it, to mm-hmm. have someone arrested for it. However, in Orlando, because here in New Hampshire, we've handed out fully informed jury information for years and there's never been a problem. Mm -hmm. Uh, But in Orlando, after a few months of doing it, the judge got wind of what was going on and one of the judges got wind of it and decided to issue this order completely banning it from the entire courthouse grounds. Anywhere on the courthouse grounds, you cannot do these things. Okay, so so forgive me for being naive, Mm -hmm. but I've I've never heard of such a thing. How could a judge do this? Is he that just a wrote up a piece of paper? Issue? But judges aren't allowed to make laws. They're not allowed to make rules. Right, which is very interesting because really it makes you wonder because the judge did threaten contempt in this particular order. He said you could be charged with a felony or charged with contempt for doing this for handing out stuff to juries, and it really makes you wonder. Okay, well, how far does this man who's wearing a robe? How far does he believe his power to charge contempt can extend? Right. Because normally you you would think the judge. Okay, you've got your dominion over the courtroom. Yeah. But now this judge is saying, no, no, my dominion extends to the entire grounds, including the parking lot. I am gone. Yeah, that's what it is. It's a total, <laughs> a total power trip. And it was so disappointing when the Fully Informed Jury Association backed away from advocating or supporting even anyone doing civil disobedience in this matter. But Julian Heichlin stepped up and he said he was going to do it anyway, that he was disappointed in the Fully Informed Jury Association and that he was disassociating himself with the Fully Informed Jury Association. He was like resigning his membership, I think, wow. in disgust over this. And he scheduled a day and time and uh, got together with John Kurtz, the other disobedience activist down there. And they scheduled this and they put out a press release. I, it came out, uh, I think, around midnight of, uh, of, t- of last night, uh, announcing that this was going to go down. The media was there and they reported on it. The Orlando Sentinel has the story. Julian Heichlin went to the Orange County Courthouse on Friday and tried, that's today, and tried his hardest to get arrested by attempting to violate a judge's order against handing out literature meant to influence jurors, which is not true. Now, influencing jurors is the, the specification that the law says. When if, if you're a juror, Michelle, and you're coming to court, and I tell you, Michelle, you've got to vote not guilty in this case because blah, 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 blah. That would be jury tampering. That would be jury tampering. Mm-hmm. That's influencing or attempting to influence a juror. Or, mm-hmm. Michelle, please vote not guilty or please vote guilty or whatever. Right. Uh, or this guy's a bad guy, or any kind of comment on the specific case. Is that you it might just be a facing. comment, or does there have to be um, some power that the person has that can possibly influence you into voting a particular way? That's a good question. I think that in general, you'd want to stay away from giving them your opinion about okay. about the case. But these people aren't giving opinions on cases. Julian Heichlin isn't telling someone how to vote in a, a jury trial. He's just informing them of their right to to nullify the law, to say not guilty because they disagree with it. He's not saying you should or shouldn't And that's a power that they need to know it's they more- have. 
This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Carnation Breakfast Essentials, helping your family get off to a nutritious start every day. Mornings can be chaotic, but a little advance work will take the pressure off. The night before, organize backpacks and put them at the door, along with anything else that your kids need for the day. Set a timer for five minutes before departure to give everyone a chance to mobilize, and off you go. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever you want. Just dial in toll-free, take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com is the place to go, and you can enjoy the features there for free. We've got the Shrine of Female Listeners with dozens of ladies that have taken the time to send in their validated photo to prove that they are listeners of this program. Actually, validated videos are accepted as well. The details on how to be part of the Shrine are at shrine.freetalklive.com. So go over there and see the ladies that listen to this program. That's Shrine, of, well, some of them, uh, shrine.freetalklive.com. And if you're not there yet, ladies, you certainly are invited to be there. We'd appreciate it. And once again, shrine.freetalklive.com. This program brought to you by SACL CAI. They have a full-orbed approach to account recovery. It's really three companies in one. They do collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. SACL knows the way they treat your customer reflects on you. Their staff is respectful, they record every call, and they have the best equipment money can buy, so your business is handled as efficiently as possible. See their banner at freetalklive.com. That's SACL CAI. Now then, we're talking about what happened today in Orlando, Florida, where Julian Heiklin, the nationally renowned uh, fully informed jury activist and jury nullification advocate and disobedience, uh, civil disobedience, like superstar. This guy came to Orlando, teamed up with some of the local activists there, and started handing out flyers at the courthouse, which is apparently civil disobedience now in Orlando. You'd think, you know, First Amendment, freedom of speech, freedom of the press, that kind of stuff, you'd think that'd be respected in a place like the courts. Uh, but no, it's been banned. The, there's a judge that wrote an order that says you'll be charged with possibly contempt of court, possibly a felony for jury tampering if you mm-hmm. hand out this information to jurors down there. And they went down and they defied that order today. And with all the people who try to get out of jury duty... You would think that that these people who are informing jurors of uh, what it is that they're supposed to be doing would kind of be heralded as as helpful heroes. Not you know? by the government. The government is afraid <laughs> of this information. They want you to be ignorant as a juror. They want you to think that you have to judge the case by the facts in the case and not know that you can actually judge the law itself. Mm-hmm. You can you can say not guilty in any in any case because it's a bad law. Because you disagree with the law. It was supposed to be the the final check and balance. It was supposed to kind of be the, like the fourth branch of government. Bring it full circle back into the hands of the people. Right. So if the so-called representatives completely botch up and and create this tyrannical law and the the ju- the justice system is generally uh, enforcing of it, the jury is the final check to where the juries can look at this and say, screw this, not guilty. Right. Without that, without that, as soon as you cast your, your vote in the ballot box, then you basically have to wash your hands of, of what your representatives do. But this, mm-hmm. as you say, is the final checks and balance. So it's supposed to bring it full circle so that they, uh, so that the legislative as well as the, the judicial branches are both, um, on board with their, 
bosses, supposedly. So Heikland showed up in Orlando today, this afternoon, at, uh, starting at noon. And this was telegraphed in, in advance. They sent out a press release, so the court knew they were going to be there. It wasn't a surprise. Mm-hmm. They could have arrested him, but they didn't. He called their bluff. Essentially. And so let me give you the rest of the story here from the Orlando Sentinel. Flocked by reporters and television cameras, Heiklin, a verbose retired New Jersey professor, acknowledged that when you want to get arrested, it's not so easy. (laughs) But it wasn't for a lack of trying. He certainly did hand out literature meant to educate anyone interested in the historic rights and roles of jurors. His pamphlets encouraged jurors to vote their conscience and hang a jury with their votes if they could not agree with others on the panel. He succeeded in getting many passersby to accept what he was uh, giving with phrases like, find out what the judge won't tell you, and get your jury information here. You won't find this in the National Enquirer. Still, deputies assigned to the courthouse maintained Heikland was not violating any order by merely handing out the pamphlets. He had to hand them out to actual jurors. After Heikland spent about 45 minutes chatting and hawking his flyers, you know, that excuse, sorry, reminds me of... What they said at uh, when we had the 420 celebrations here in Keene, New Hampshire, over the last year, there were several of these, a year and a half, that uh, that went on. And the excuse from the police as to why they weren't arresting the people out smoking <laughs> pot in public uh, was because, well, uh, we haven't seen anyone smoking pot. We didn't smell anything. There's no one smoking pot there. There were sometimes undercover cops right there sitting next to us, though. I mean, yeah, it was nonsense. And it was just an excuse for them to save face for the people out there that, you know, believe in the police and think the police can do no wrong and just will believe anything that the police say. Mm -hmm. In this case, the idea that, uh, you know, he was he did not reach any jurors that day. How would they know? How would they know who the, you know, the, the sheriffs? How would they have some inventory of all of the jurors coming to a, a courthouse building Potential that is jurors. tremendously large? Right. Well, I don't know. They're claiming here that it's only going to be jurors that uh, he can't hand the flyers out to. Mm-hmm. And that's their excuse for not doing anything. And, and you know, OK, maybe he'll come back. Maybe this won't be the last they'll see of, of Julian Heiklin. But nonetheless, uh, the and of course, they don't want to embarrass themselves on camera either because there was media around and generally these cockroaches want to uh, you know do their business of arresting peaceful people and under the cover of darkness. They don't want any light of cameras shown on what it is that they do. So, after Heikland spent about 45 minutes chatting and hawking his flyers, court spokesbureaucrat Karen Levy was asked via email if there were any jurors on courthouse campus on Friday. And she replied that, I don't believe there are any jurors here today. Such is the quandary of a modern-day activist who proudly telegraphed his intent to defy (laughs) Chief Belvin Perry's order on a day when many jurors were not likely to be at the courthouse anyway. The odds of Heikland's arrest were further lessened because court proceedings ended early Friday to give court officials and staffers the opportunity to attend funeral services for a judge that passed away earlier this week. Perry issued an order against handing out the pamphlets in late January after the Fully Informed Jury Association handed out jury education pamphlets outside the courthouse. I think it's more accurate to say that activists who were handing out Fully Informed Jury Association pamphlets were there. I don't think they're officially associated with them. His administrative order rescinds the distribution of leaflets with information tending to influence summon jurors as they enter the courthouse in order to protect the integrity of the jury system. Oh. 
The Fiji people stopped handing out the flyers and have challenged Perry's order in an appellate court. But Heiklin, a fierce advocate of jury nullification, which encourages jurors to ignore the law if they don't agree with it, decided to come to Orlando and risk jail time by passing out similar pamphlets. He's been arrested more than 30 times and jailed on at least 10 occasions. Mm. Heiklin was also active in the civil rights movement in the 1960s and gained notoriety in the 90s for smoking marijuana outside Pennsylvania State University, where he taught to protest the drug laws. Mm -hmm. Perry's order says anyone continuing to pass out such literature to jurors outside the courthouse may face indirect civil contempt of court proceedings, and if found in contempt, a person may face confinement, a fine, or both. Now, contempt, as we know, can be a, it's an incredible power that these uh, these men have reserved. And as women. we saw back a month or so ago with uh, with um, Pete and Adam. Right, our friend was put in jail for uh, what, 60 days, I think it was, for yeah. speaking out uh, in court in a way that the, the judge did not appreciate. And uh, so the question for the 79-year-old retired Pennsylvania State University chemistry professor was whether he would be back on Monday, a much busier day for jurors to be walking in and out of the courthouse. Heiklin said, I might be. It depends on what sort of party we have on Sunday night. If we find chicks over the weekend, we might not make it. <laughs> but if we can't find any chicks, this is probably the second best thing to do. Oh, he was so cute when I gave him his dog tags at Taryn's party, which I had been at another event mm-hmm. earlier. And so I was like dressed up in one of my little costume things with my bow and everything. And he was so cute. I mean, he just like bent down and kind of rubbed his face in my hair. <laughs> <laughs> He's a flirty guy. <laughs> That's funny. So will it happen again on Monday? I guess time will tell. Mm. I've attempted to get in touch with uh, John Kurtz over in Orlando. I guess he's out, probably out with Julian right now, I would guess. Um, and so it certainly sounds like Julian has that intention to to show up on Monday and do this again on a day when there's a, a greater likelihood that he will hand a flyer to an actual juror. Well, and the thing about civil disobedience is sometimes you get arrested. Oh, absolutely. You know? That's part and parcel <laughs> of doing civil disobedience. But I just think it's heroic what he's done. And thank goodness that we have Julian Heiklin out there to do this stuff. If only we had 20 more. And if they only were all here in New Hampshire. 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind. This is Free Talk Live. 800-259-9231. Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated talk show on more than 90 talk radio stations from Maine to Hawaii. We've been named Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation thrice. And five times the best political podcast from podcastawards.com. You can have access to our 90 plus stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for as little as $500 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free, bring up anything you want, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features completely free, so enjoy those on us. And if you enjoy this program and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can go to promote.freetalklive.com to get a whole list of things that you can do, uh, everything from web banners to flyers that you can print out and uh, more all there at promote.freetalklive.com to help get Free Talk Live into more ears around the world. Uh, around the world, promote.freetalklive.com. Now, imagine opening your front door and coming face to face with your identity thief, the criminal who wasn't content to steal from your bank accounts or use your credit cards. This guy knows where you live 
and he's staking out your house and watching your family. That's what Fox News reported about one woman. Fortunately, she had advance warning from LifeLock. She said without LifeLock, she wouldn't have known the thieves were coming and added that LifeLock services are legit. They do what they say they'll do, and it's worth it. Now, here at Free Talk Live, we don't want you to suffer the personal and financial firestorm that identity theft brings. You can protect yourself and your family with the same identity theft program that Mark and I are using, LifeLock. Join us in protecting those you love and the things you have worked so hard for from the ravages of identity theft this year. Call now if you want to get 60 bonus days of LifeLock protection. That's what we've managed to uh, get for you, but you have to call the special number that we're going to give you, which is 1-800-242-2693. That way they'll know you're coming from Free Talk Live. It's a 60-day bonus. You can do this for yourself and your family and do it now because they're open late nights. They're open 24-7. one 800 242-2693 to get signed up for LifeLock. That's 800-242-2693. As we continue, take your phone calls about what you want. Maui is calling from Hawaii. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Maui in Hawaii. Maui Rebel, piercing the flower curtain of phony aloha. Ah, good evening, sir. What's on your mind tonight? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm reaching out to liberty lovers all across the country. And, uh, you know, I didn't know what you guys were talking about. You know, we get it delayed here. I had no idea, but it's absolutely cosmic coincidence <laughs> that uh, it, it just dovetails with what you guys were talking about. Uh, tactics, the degree of you know, on one extreme, total nonviolence to this caller from Alaska a couple nights ago who uh, bragged about a large gang, an armed militia ready to fight mm-hmm. the oppressors and so on. And then your, your unanimous reply was to discourage the violence. And this exchange uh, perked me up, even at, I think, 2 in the morning or something. And because um, this is the exact issue that's the central theme of uh, Maui 2020, Barbarians in Paradise, which uh, the book that uh, you generously allowed me to mention uh, last time I was on, uh, sort of a forecast of what's in store for the island in uh, a yeah, decade excuse me. Is, so. that a, is that a sovereignty? Um, is that a native sovereignty? No, no, no this is strictly a Bill of Rights, Civil Rights. Uh, this is the Maui Liberty Movement uh, uh, philosophy. Okay, so this isn't uh, this isn't locals meet Howley's thing. No, no, okay, no, okay. no, no, okay. no. All mixed up. All mixed up. But all plenty. Right. Uh, because plenty, Hawaii's uh, had a sovereignty thing. Hawaiians. Pardon? Hawaii's had a sovereignty thing for years, so I'm happy to hear that yeah, there's a yeah, liberty. Yeah, a lot, a lot of Hawaiians don't like it. It's it's divisive. Uh, some say it's racist. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a lot of Hawaiians are into uh, a real liberty movement, and they respect the Bill of Rights. You know, uh, Hawaii, uh, under the uh, Ali'i, the aristocracy, was a horrible tyranny. Mm-hmm. And uh, when, the, when the first Europeans came here, the commoners left in droves by any way they could. And that's why there's so many of them all up and down the West Coast, from Alaska to Tierra del Fuego. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, it, it, the theme of this, uh, of Maui 2020 Barbarians in Paradise is the competing dissidents with different tactics from protest fasting to assassination and the uh, psychological and the political and the moral consequences of these different tactics are but uh, but in real life I wanted to say that Maui Liberty Movement has already used some of these uh, methods in the middle that we call active nonviolence in uh, two, uh, 2000 
2006, for example, we stole the election from from the incumbent mayor, Alan Arakawa, who is now back at mayor, ironically. Uh, and he never, he never knew what hit him, and the whole story hasn't really yet been told, but uh, the uh, statute of limitations on a lawsuit from him is approaching, and I won't tell the story fully then. But mm-hmm. we have another action that's very similar to the one you were just talking about, and it'll generate waves. Uh, and this will be against uh, line prosecutors, certain prosecutors, and the county itself. It's, what are you, what are you planning on doing? Pardon? What's the, what's the plan? Well, uh, we're going to attack the policy of uh, perjury decriminalization, which uh, which allows police uh, to uh, lie like crazy and and prosecutor witnesses to lie like crazy. And even if you can prove later that they lied, there's nothing that can be done to them. Oh. And the prosecutors uh, uh, suborn perjury all the time. I see. So you get a cop up on the stand. He lies on the stand, commits perjury, and then is protected right. by the system where the prosecutor refuses to bring charges against him for that perjury. Right. And you so called that now, perjury what? Decriminaliz- what was it? Per- perjury decriminalization. Interesting. It really lets them get whatever result they want. Yeah, we have uh, that happen so anyway, here. Uh, where, where uh, our, one of our activists caught one of the cops lying on the stand. He's got obvious, obvious evidence of it and tried to present it to a grand jury. And, of course, no one cares. Uh, you know, they're, they're right. instructed to ignore it's you. It's not just cops. It's, it's prosecution witnesses of sure. all kinds. So what are you going to do about uh, that? Well, for example, um, uh, we have signs ready that at the right time we will stand out large signs that can be read by thousands of uh, people driving by every day at certain spots on you know certain times of the day, uh, and he will uh, one of them will say the the police chief, uh, another will say the uh, county. So you have sign waving uh, basically. Right, sign waving, saying that these three key people who perpetrate this policy. Uh, is a cocaine dealer and a child molester. Nice. Mm. Now, do you have evidence and of this? It doesn't matter. Actually, if they want to sue me actually, for it, well, I can show that it is a uh, legitimate political protest protesting their perjury. In other words, if they are going to uh, maintain <laughs> a policy whereby people can be thrown in jail and they have by, by lies that they know are lies. Uh, and they are proved to be lies, and no one pays any price. So for you're it. looking to stir it up. You're looking to uh, to generate some controversy to where you can bring up the the fact I that these people. I want them to sue me so that I can tell the whole story on the stand. Got it. Well, just uh, let me give you a you know fair warning. My um okay. my brother accused a sheriff in Orange County, California, of being a pedophile, and said that he had evidence to prove that. And um, this particular sheriff, Mike Corona, who had been um, selected as uh, task person for the uh, Homeland Security, he um, he got my brother uh, two felony counts mm. of, of um, uh, threatening a public official. He spent seven months in jail, was beaten several times. He's, you know, yeah, you pretty much have to so, expect to be targeted yeah, as a result totally. of doing this. You do expect that, right? Well, well, well the, the previous uh, county attorney uh, warned me, and, and I warned her back. Uh, uh, giving her full knowledge of the legal correctness of my position uh, and the court precedents that prove I can uh, show I can say what I want. But, you know, prior restraint on speech, the whole Watergate case, I mean, not Watergate, Pentagon Papers case. But anyway, um, 
at, at, on each sign will be a website to a little blog it was, will it, where it will say this. Uh, of course, we don't really have proof of this. But, now, uh, Maui, maybe there are rumors. what's the website? Well, I don't have it up yet. Okay, well, you do us a favor uh, and give I'm us a call to... before, you, before you do this. And do you have people who are going to back you oh, up, yeah, people with right. video cameras and things like that that are going to be there? Uh, video cameras. I'm not sure we need. You got to have video audio. cameras. <laughs> you need to have video. I mean, the cops oh, are going to yeah, come. Okay. They're going to well, threaten you. I have you. a video camera. No problem. We have video cameras. Okay, just want to make so sure anyway, you've got people hey. who are going to back you up. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right, good. Because you can't anyway, go. You can't do this alone. They are going to target you, and they, there's a good chance that uh, what Michelle suggested mm-hmm. will happen, where they'll trump up some charges against you just so they can punish you for yep. uh, for speaking out. Though I think that you're fully within your rights to do this. That won't stop them from uh, from aggressing against you. So keep us in the loop. Let All us right. know what happens, and thanks for the call okay. tonight. It's dirty uh, tricks for mm-hmm. clean government. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for the call tonight. Mm-hmm. appreciate hearing from you. I don't think you can have clean government. Though. That's the one point I would disagree on, because uh, government is, in, by its nature, dirty. Aggressive. It hurts people. It yeah. threatens people. Mm-hmm. And even if you elect nice people to government, there's still nice people in charge of an agency, in charge of an organization that has at its core the threat of violence as its basis. Well, not only that, but even if to, well, I guess, you know, to have me choose someone to rule over you, even That's if they right. have, right, even if they have benevolent rulings. 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. Coming up, some uh, crazy news out of Haiti that uh, Michelle's going to sh- uh, share with us. Also, we'll take your calls. And that uh, gentleman mentioned a situation in Alaska with some violent agitators. We'll tell you what's happened to them. There's been some arrests. It's Free Talk Live, Hour 2's next. You take control. The 59th Annual Mobile One 12 Hours of Sebring, presented by Fresh from Florida, is coming March 19th. See Porsche, Corvette, Ferrari, Jaguar, BMW, Mazda, Acura, Audi, and many other world-class racing teams battle in America's toughest road race as Sebring hosts the first race of the Intercontinental Le Mans Cup in 2011. Gates open Wednesday, March 16th. Order your tickets today by calling 800-626-RACE or visit SebringRaceway.com. See the cars and stars in the American Le Mans Series, driver autograph sessions, vintage race cars, and visit the Party Zone. Featuring our Spring Break Bikini Contest. Up and coming man, Selby, Jumpman, Alluvion, Selena Jordan, and DJ Scotty B. Presented by GoMobileWeb.com. Four days of family fun at Sebring and children club under admitted free. Get all the info at SeberingRaceway.com. The 59th Annual Mobile One, 12 Hours of Sebring. Presented by Fresh from Florida. March 19th is the date. Sebring is the place. Order your tickets at SeberingRaceway.com. Brought to you in part by Budweiser, Jaguar, and Michelin. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into the second hour of the program. You can dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features you'll find there. You can control the content of the site. That's the point of the website is it allows you to, uh, to influence whatever it is that's on that front page by voting and submitting things and voting up and down and the most voted up make it uh, most vo- voted up items make it to the front page and the top of the site. So go over there, get interactive. It's totally free at freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening is Ian and Michelle. As we continue here, of course, we'll take 
take your phone calls about absolutely anything. But Michelle, I know you wanted to talk about uh, tonight a situation down in Haiti after, as they're still, uh, you know, working on recovering after the the earthquake. And obviously, there was another earthquake today yes. over in uh, Japan. But, yeah, a tsunami. Uh, it's awful, like eight point nine or something. It's yeah. Terrible. So, um, so there's that, but they're still having trouble down in Haiti. It's obviously a very poor country. Yes. Um, and there was a, well, a big outpouring of support after the initial occurrence. And, of course, it's dropped off the radar as far as the news is concerned now. But you've become aware of something that's going on down there. Right. Well, you know, we, we like to tease me, the token Christian and, <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and the uh, tax resistor lady. And I just want all those people out there who, who don't... Uh, understand why I'm against taxes to feel really proud that what you're doing is supporting the national endowment of the arts and humanities and that who some could be against supporting the arts <laughs> right exactly and that some of your hard-earned fruit is going to be going toward the hundred and ninety seven million dollars it's going to take to extract three of 14 surviving murals from the Episcopalian uh, Cathedral, called the Holy Trinity Cathedral, there in Port-au-Prince, Haiti, and um, is that how you pronounce it, Haiti? Haiti, yes. Have you been down there? Uh, no. Oh, okay. But um, I speak a little French. Ah, I see. <laughs> so, in any event, uh, these three murals were all painted by uh, Haitian uh, artists back in the fifties, and. Um, Encouraged by the then cultural attaché, they depict uh, New Testament scenes with Christ, but with a Haitian um, bent. So, for example, baby Jesus uh, is holding the Haitian flag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's in the New Testament, right? I see. And, um, yeah. And so, um, so these three murals are going to be excavated by the Smithsonian. Hmm. And um, which, you know, we also that's the government. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. And um, and there are people that are still homeless, starving without jobs. Not that I think that money ought to be taken from people in the United States who are taxpayers and given to another, uh, you know, anyone, period. However, the rallies that were done and the funds that were raised in order to help Haiti had nothing to do with maintaining and preserving their national cultural identity, but rather to put food in their mouths and to yeah, help the Red shelter. Cross shelter. Yes. So, um, wow. so I'm, yeah. So it really just shows the, the priority of the government, right? Instead of helping with um, this feeding people and sheltering people, they're spending, what was it, almost $200 million on? Yes extracting some murals and repainting them or repairing them right with the idea that and that's that was the quote preservation of national cultural identity so we don't need the people to have jobs we don't need people to have homes we don't need people to not be starving we just need these three murals (laughs) gosh and you know and and how many times have we heard um the richard gears and the you know um the artists who will get up once a year and and talk about the importance of arts and how we desperately need fundraising in order to maintain um, arts in our schools and things like that. It's insulting. It mm-hmm. really is. Um, I don't have any objection to art, but what I have an objection to is my money being taken by the threat of violence to support it. I 
am willing to support art that I enjoy, but mm-hmm. I may not necessarily appreciate or enjoy the art that they are taking my money for. Such as the the Jesus that was put on a cross, the plastic Jesus, and then he was put into a bottle of urine. Oh, that one. Yeah, what did they call that? The uh, the piss Christ or yeah. something like that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that can be pretty offensive uh, to people, and people shouldn't be forced to fund something that they find offensive. And I don't care if it's something like obviously offensive like that or something like, an, you know, an opera, for instance. Maybe Correct. I don't want, maybe I don't really care for opera, and I don't want to save opera because there are certain people out there that maybe have positions of power that would say something like, well, opera is very important and it's dying off. Opera is, you know, is a a historic thing and and people just aren't going to operas anymore. And so we need to support it with taxpayer dollars, just like, you know, keeping the railroads running when nobody really uh, generally don't they don't ride the railroad or supporting a railroad like Amtrak that delivers my daughter two hours late. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, your daughter just we, came in for spring break. Right? right. We need within a free market economy, that's the whole idea is that is that things will drop away as they're either no longer necessary like or no typewriters. Longer, yes, they're no longer valued. Yeah. Now, you know, typewriters, I have a very good friend, Jeremy Mayer, who is a um an artist, a fantastic artist in, in Lake Tahoe. And what he does is he makes sculptures and they're entirely made of typewriter parts. Hmm. And so, I mean, he has found a niche, you know, where he can take something and convert it. I mean, he's selling these pieces for $100,000, you know. Right. So he's taken something that was no longer, um, you know, on the wanted list. Mm -hmm. And he has created new wealth, created new wealth out of it. And so I, you know, I think I think that's admirable and and awesome. Absolutely. And he didn't need anybody's assistance to do it. Right. Correct. He's not receiving federal funds to do those projects. Right. So. Look, if your art is good and people appreciate it, then it will be supported. Mm-hmm. Then people will buy it. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, it's a hallmark of a bad idea, Michelle, that if somebody's got a if somebody's got an idea and they can't pawn it off in reality, they go to the government or in the marketplace, they go to the government and then they attempt to force it on everybody because it was such a bad idea mm-hmm. that it just couldn't be done normally. Or maybe they didn't even try. Maybe they're so used to the government uh, being out there to provide these programs and things like that and this, these checks, cut checks to people, that they didn't even think to try to market their product or their service or their artwork right. that they just went immediately for the handout rather than actually having to try to i don't know make their own way like a lot of artists do mm-hmm. a lot of starving artists you know like having a difficult time making a living doing artwork it's not an easy i can't imagine it's a very easy thing to do especially in the very beginning where you don't have any renown you don't have a, a right. reputation as an artist it's uh, it would be tempting to go and and take the you know the 30 pieces of silver so to speak well i'm totally insulted that once again a church uh is taking federal money so mm. it's taking it's taking stolen wealth right and is not taking what would care jesus of, do right not taking care of the sheep not taking mm. care of the people that are members of the community of the church etc yep. why aren't they using the tithes and offerings from the episcopalian you know diocese at large it's not a small organization that? right no not at all and so these people i like the Starving people aren't allowed to be housed in this cathedral right now because they need they're afraid that they're um, that the uh, paintings and the murals will be damaged, etc. So people that would otherwise be able to be protected by the roof that the church Mm -hmm. provides can't because we need to protect the painting. Yep. Wow. Incredible. I know. Really sad. Yep. That's government for you. But you were pointing out that that's one of the many, the myriad of reasons why you don't pay taxes. 
I do not pay taxes. And I don't either. Right. And, At um, least the federal ones. Federal. And, and then we don't have to pay state here in New Hampshire. And there, is, there are state income. taxes. You, don't mean, state in, you mean income, income tax. Correct. Right. There are Correct. property taxes here, which are absolutely outrageous. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm adamantly against the, you know, theft of all kinds. And um, so would it, would it uh, follow that if uh, New Hampshire were to institute an income tax that you would also not pay that? Correct. I, I don't pay not. capital gains. I don't pay property taxes. Yeah. I don't. No. Well, that's because you rent. <laughs> well, before, <laughs> which means you do pay property. Taxes. I didn't pay property tax on either of the two homes I owned. Really? Really? <laughs> now, this I find fascinating. <laughs> there is somebody down in Massachusetts who claims he hasn't paid property taxes in 29 years. Yeah. This I would like to learn more about because <laughs> we need to get people come up here and have a property tax revolt. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm, I'm waiting for. You that. paid with $1 bills, didn't you? I did do that, yeah. Mm-hmm. 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. There's a video of that on YouTube somewhere. I think it's the free Keen channel. 1-800-259-9231. You can take control. Bring up anything. It's Free Talk Live. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Sign up at hostgator.freetalklive.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves, dial in toll-free, bring up whatever you'd like, 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got a lot of features there, and they are completely free for you. So head over to freetalklive.com, get interactive. Uh, One of the uh, things that you can do there is uh, interact with our other listeners via the bulletin board system. You can go to bbs.freetalklive.com. It's our message forum. And like the rest of our website, it is completely free. So head on over uh, to bbs.freetalklive.com. By the way, coming up uh, later on tonight, you're going to have a chance to win uh, a pair of tickets to the 12 Hours of Sebring. We'll tell you more about that when we do that giveaway. So stay tuned for that opportunity. Uh, Again, our number here tonight, 800-259-9231. And I want to tell you about the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Porkfest. P-O-R-C, as in porcupine. Uh, Porkfest.com. P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. That's where you can go to get registered. And if you love the ideas of liberty, you are going to want to be there. Uh, Michelle, you were there last year. I was and had a blast. We were there. Free Talk Live broadcasting live. We're going to be broadcasting live this year. And Free Talk Live is going to be there all week long this year, which is great. Because the the official event has expanded from just a weekend thing mm-hmm. to all week. And Porkfest has always kind of unofficially been a week-long event. It's It's been focused on the weekend officially, but people usually will arrive there on Monday. I was Monday. there for a, for a full week. It was yeah. great. Mm-hmm. And it kind of ramps up as you go on throughout the week and there's different things going on and there's camping and if you want you can stay in a motel but there's also you know campsites and RVs and hundreds of people. And that's there the most important part. There is something for everyone there too. That's right. Everything from family fun, family activities to games to mm-hmm. parties. Buzz's big gay dance party. is. People got married last year. The big gay, actually, it's called the Bigger Gay Dance Party, I think, this year. Uh, oh, Because she's uh-huh. taking it to the next level. Oh, yes, she uh, is. The, the Big Gay Dance Party, unfortunately, I slept through last year. So. 
So you didn't see me pole dancing? I, t- oh, I saw the video, but uh, <laughs> I didn't see it in person. And you I, missed something there. I hear that Miss Porky Pole is coming back this year. Miss Porky Pole, uh, Doug Scribner. Yep. That's right. The <laughs> Doug <laughs> won Miss Porky Pole. And so I, th- I think he's going to be there uh, mm-hmm. this year to, I think, pass off the sash to yes. the new Miss Porky Pole. And so there's all kinds of fun stuff going on. It is a blast. I hear there's going to be a dunk tank as well. And I volunteered to, uh, to place myself in the dunk tank, which is going to be fun. I've never done that before. Are you going to wear a Speedo? <laughs> I doubt that. Oh, come on. Oh, you know what? I'm going to start a Facebook event page. Let's get Ian in a Speedo. <laughs> uh, there's a price for everything, I suppose. <laughs> well, you did shake your booty for me one time in the... In here for what Shh, forty not bucks? To talk about that. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. The Porcupine Freedom Festival. Go to porkfest dot com to uh, get registered, and you can use our discount code to save some money. There is the early bird. Uh, first of all, it's already discounted right now. I think through the end of the month, the early bird discount. You can still save twenty percent on the early bird discount by using the code Free Talk Live. No spaces in there. Just run all the words together. Use the code Free Talk Live to save 20% and get yourself registered for the Porcupine Freedom Festival. You're not going to want to miss this. If you love liberty, this is the biggest event of the year. It's a blast. And the best reason to come, not only do you get to experience New Hampshire and tr- tour around the state and you know do all, all the activities we're talking about, but you also get to meet hundreds of other like-minded, liberty-oriented people, people that get it. When it comes to the ideas of freedom and there's a camaraderie, there's a community there that is absolutely incredible. It's something you can't really too accurately describe. It's a it's a real feeling. We had some visitors here over the weekend mm-hmm. who described it as though they were that they had met family members that they didn't know. They felt like well, the people here, here were family. Yeah. Well, here. Yeah. The one thing that I found uh, because I moved here, if you recall, at Pork. Fest. That's right. Yeah. And um, I had been up here um, a couple months before for the Liberty Forum mm-hmm. and kind of kept my high going and everything, actually, you know, because it really it really is amazing to be in the same environment as people that are so like minded. And um, so Pork Fest, I was involved in a few different events and that was fun. So and that's kind of my way, you know, my nature is to like get involved in order to to have something to do while mm-hmm. I'm doing something else. And I'm so, kind of shy, but, um, really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Could have fooled me. I know. I know. But <laughs> what was so great is there was literally something for everyone. And I loved seeing the kids. I loved seeing, um, Lou's son who he was kind of bored. Like kids can be, he's 11. Yeah. And I, so I made the suggestion that he run for buzz some soda out to her party. And, right, um, which was way, way out uh, last year, exactly. like the last campsite. Yep. This year it's going to be in the main area and it's going to be huge. Yes. And so he did that. And in exchange, he um, he was paid, I think, by maybe even Jason Talley, uh, like a, a gram of silver or something. Oh, cool. Yeah. And so after two days later, I run into him again and I said, what are you doing? And he's just exhausted. Hmm. And I said, you've been out playing? He goes, no. <sighs> You want to see what I've been doing? I'm like, yeah. Reaches in his pocket. The kid had copper. He had silver. He had a gold piece. He had shire silver. He had like taken within that environment, had been able to run with entrepreneurial entrepreneurship. Yeah. That's awesome. Great. Yeah, well, that was now, my favorite Not to say thing. there aren't kids around with which he can play. I mean, there are families at this thing and there's a playground oh, sure, and a pool. But I mean, and- but how you can't even have a lemonade stand now. 
and without you can at Porkfest, right? Exactly, and so because there's this whole underground awesome. like thing, like the underground becomes above ground at Porkfest, where yes. uh, the agorist businesses set up and start s- selling food and things like that, and yep. without a permit, I think alcohol was even being sold as well, which was really exciting mm-hmm. because the state doesn't like that at all, right? Um, so yeah, and the cops, you know, didn't even like. Well, there was one point at which the cops drove through, and it was it was incredible. There, everybody's got two way radios, or a mm-hmm. lot of people have them at Porkfest. And I think the two ways sold out within a day mm-hmm. or something like that. When people got there, like, oh, I want one of those. And so they just bought them all up. And the call went out like the, the police had just arrived. <laughs> and I think a good, I don't know, yeah. 10 of us started tr- yeah. tailing the police around they drove um, by our, the, our, um, our uh, cabins there. Because yeah. that's where they had to enter in, mm-hmm. and kind of everyone converged. Yeah, it was it was pretty great. So there's things that can really uh, be possible when you get liberty lovers together, mm-hmm. and Porkfest is kind of a taste of what that can be like, yep. a big taste, and it's a lot of fun. So Porkfest.com. Let's go to Benjamin, listening in California. Uh, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Michelle. Hey, Ian. Hey, Michelle. Hey, Hi. Benjamin. What's on your mind tonight? Well, um, I wanted to share an experience I just had uh, the other day with a few other people while doing some outreach near a Walmart. Okay. We were doing outreach to tell people about how the Department of Homeland Security has started to put uh, commercials for their If uh, You See Something, Say Something campaign. Yeah, in Walmarts, right? Right. They have a commercial that's like a 30-second commercial that plays right there at the registers. Yep. And so... uh, we went out there to just raise some awareness about it, and we ended up having some Walmart. I, I, it appeared to be managers, but you know, I, I didn't go up and read their uh, you know name badges. But they came out to the public sidewalk where we were and tried to tell us that we weren't allowed to be there, oh. and that it was their private property, and that uh, we needed a per- if, even if it wasn't, we would still need a permit to gather and hmm. uh, do a demonstration. So we ended up. Uh, I ended up telling them to uh, go ahead and call the police if they'd like, uh, which they did. And uh, actually, uh, credit to the police, they all came out and had like a 30-minute 30 se- uh, conversation with the Walmart employees uh, and never even came to bother us. That's the fantastic. I don't know if you've got more to your story. You're welcome to hang on if you do. Uh, we'll bring it back here in a moment. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Also, coming up, an update on the Alaskan group. Somebody called about them earlier this uh, or this week. The a group that uh, kind of has a bit of a violent agitation aspect to it. Well, they've got problems. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live amplifiers get access to higher quality archives free of commercial breaks and other perks. Join AMP for just $3 per month at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free, bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and we give you the features there completely free. So enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. you got a smartphone, you want to visit our mobile site, you can go to m.freetalklive.com for quick access to our streams as well as the podcast. That's m, as in mobile, .freetalklive.com. Now, Ruger has some exciting new offerings for this model year. The LC9 is a new, slightly larger cousin to the very popular LCP. It's compact, 
has numerous safety features, a three-dot sight system, and Ruger always has and always will mean rugged. The Ruger LC9, the next handgun you must own. Made in America and made for you. Ruger.com. That's Ruger.com. 800-259-9231. I think Benjamin is still with us in California. Are you there, Benjamin? I am. All right, so you were telling us about some outreach you did, I guess, for just recently at a Walmart there in California, where you were out on the public sidewalk, so not directly in front of the store, but out in front of the parking lot, presumably, right? Correct. You're out there, you're holding uh, signs that, uh, what did the, some of your signs say? What did you, what were you doing there? Uh, we had, uh, there's only three of us, uh, we kind of created a Facebook group in order to uh, make a center of gravity for activism in our area. Um, and you can you can see that if you search "good uh, good men do something" on Facebook, and we have video actually of all this uh, there. Um, but we had signs. Uh, mine said "1984 the ride now at Walmart." <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Because because Walmart is airing on their their telescreens, which is kind of a 1984 mm-hmm. thing uh, that they have at all of their checkouts at many of their stores. They're airing Homeland Security. If you see something, say something. Uh, advertisements, and so that's what you were doing is you were informing people of this. That's very cute. Yeah, and then uh, we had another sign that said, get DHS out of Walmart. Um, and I can't remember what the third sign said. And mostly people were just like, what's a DHS? And then once we told uh. them, they were like, oh, and you know, and, and we everybody seemed to be supportive who we talked to. Were there a lot of passers-by as well on this uh, A lot road? of passers-by. In fact, we were uh, on the sidewalk near a bus stop, so you had a lot of people going to the bus stop and from the bus stop. So oh, we right got on. to talk to a lot of people that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it was at an intersection, so people would be slowed down right there in order yeah. to see it. Plenty of time to, to read the signs. So did you actually right. have anything to hand out as well to people that were on we foot? We, don't, we didn't have anything to hand out uh, right now. We're working on uh, getting funds to get flyers and stuff mm-hmm. for whatever we happen to be doing. But we try to switch around our topics uh, frequently just to kind of hit on a lot of things because we're trying to get people motivated to do something about what they think is important. Is it all, is it all anti-USA Patriot Act uh, activism, basically? No. Um, like, for instance, the last thing we did was about uh, red light cameras. Ah. Um, we're we're going to be doing something in the future uh, with an open carry litter pickup. We're going to be participating in Operation Paper Storm, uh, which is something Anonymous is doing. Oh wow! Uh-huh. We're just we're just Good shotgunning it and hitting on you know everything. We're going to actually. Be, I was going to try to contact you guys about the um, don't take the plea deal flyers mm-hmm. and ask, hey, can you guys make one up or give me some stuff so I can make up a, a generic one? And then, like two days uh, later, when I was thinking about this. You guys put out the national one, so I downloaded that. So we might be doing that here. Ah, in the fantastic! Cool. Great, great. Yeah, so, you know that's, that. You guys are really getting it. out there. I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of, a uh, lot of activism. I mean, I, well, we're, we're not seeing that right now. But then again, it is kind of cold here in, in New Hampshire. So that might be. So, a what is yeah, the name of your it's site? Like, it's um, you can search us uh, if you go to Facebook. You can look up "Good Men Do Something." And uh, we're playing off the Edmund Burke philosophy of all it takes for evil to triumph is for good men to do do nothing. nothing. Mm. So we're trying to get people to do something, anything. Mm. Just stop. Absolutely. Kind of our thing is stop complaining and do something. um, Fantastic. Yeah, and by the way, people uh, that want to download that flyer, uh, the uh, Don't Take the Plea Deal flyer, it is available at uh, tools.freekeen.com. I created a new domain, subdomain, 
uh, because I posted it as a blog post, but I wanted to make sure it was constantly on one of the pages that is easy to access. Mm. And you can download a PDF uh, that is, you know, uh, you just send it to your favorite printer and have it printed out locally. And there's even a space on the back if you've got like a stamp or something like that. You can you can put that on or a label oh, cool. so you can actually promote your local group with it as well. Is it the same uh, flyer that, that Meg did? That's right. Uh, mm-hmm. We kind of updated it. We tweaked it. Uh, we changed some of the text cool. around a little bit. It made it more of a national thing because the original one had more of a keen focus. Yes. Um, and this one is definitely appropriate. I mean, did you like it, Benjamin? Did you think it was a good? Yeah, I, I thought it was good. And I liked how you guys left the space open so we can uh, also promote ourselves while we hand those out. Right. And it's so. a slick flyer, too. I mean, you can go to, I think I actually ordered some just uh, the other week. I haven't, I haven't received them yet, but I, they'll probably be there at the mailbox uh, pretty soon. Uh, but I ordered, the, I went to a place called uprinting.com, and they've got some really great printing rates where you can get nice full-color printing mm-hmm. done for pretty cheap. I mean, I got like 2,000 of those flyers for a couple hundred bucks. Wow. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, that's great. And, of course, we're doing outreach here uh, in, in Keene where we're doing the, the Don't Take a Plea deal uh, three times per week. At uh, at the at the courthouse there, but I, I'd like to see some more branching out of different things because we're doing that consistently. We're doing mm-hmm. it pretty well, uh, but right now there's not much else going on, and I'm kind of embarrassed to to uh, to admit that. Well, we're trying to do something once a week, and we don't want to get bogged down in any one thing because mm-hmm. we're trying to get people to the group first. Because it's mostly just me and my brother and a, and a couple other people who are regularly active. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're trying to get people and find out what they're interested in, what sparks their interest to get them motivated to do something. And so, like I said, we're just kind of hitting, on a, hitting a little bit everywhere and seeing what sticks. Fantastic. So. Well, thanks for, for the, thanks for the heads up. Glad yeah, check, the pl- check out the video. I, I think it turned out pretty good. And we have the Walmart employees trying to tell us how we shouldn't be there. Or nice. Where do, you, where do you find the video at again? You, on the Facebook, or you can uh, look, at, look our channel up, which is Good Men Do Something on YouTube, and okay. you can find it there. Cool. Good men do something. Benjamin, great, uh, great work out there. Glad you didn't get harassed by the cops. And uh, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. That's 1-800-259-9231. Oh, it's tough to do outdoors outreach in New Hampshire uh, during the wintertime. Most people aren't outdoors, uh, so it's you know you're handing out flyers is going to be a very limited activity. I am a total outdoorsy girl. I have lived in snow. I know how to shovel snow. I have all of the appropriate gear and mm-hmm. everything, and I slipped on my butt. And oh. for four and a half weeks, it's I've been miserable. I mean, yeah. I have my perspective is completely changed. It's it is uh, it can be gray. It can be all those things, and so you really just have to, you know. You you end up revolving, I think I'm going to end up revolving my life kind of around the seasons, you mm-hmm. know? And so in the wintertime, I will kind of hunker down and do more inside things. There are and things you can do inside, absolutely. you know, write letters to the editor right. or work on a website or something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think that, you know, there is a, I think there's probably a year everyone experiences of kind of getting your bearings and mm-hmm. everything. But I know I felt, you know, bad not doing more. You know, right. this, these last few months. And, I always feel like I'm not doing enough. Yeah. And of course, everybody told, oh, you do plenty. Well, all right, I never feel like I'm doing enough. I Well, I did. I did, though, have a little activism on my trip. At TS- when you went to San Antonio? Yeah, when yeah. I told him I was a lesbian. Where, the TSA? Yeah. How, what, what, give me more. Tell me I more. Went- <laughs> <laughs> About the TSA, not yeah. the lesbian. Um, I'll take your word for that. Well, yeah, I was going through, I was in Boston. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Every single person was going through the scanner, the, you know, the back the scanner. body scanner. Yes. And I went, oh, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not doing that. 
And, um, and I did my typical thing that I always do when I'm going through the line. I, my, my stuff falls out of my pocket. I wear boots with laces. Mm -hmm. I'm just the absolute worst person to get behind. Now that's not because I don't know how to travel. That's because I'm being uh, a Luddite Mm -hmm. as, as someone called me throwing a wrench in the machine. But anyway, I got up there. And that's this- not a Luddite. That's a monkey wrencher. Oh, okay. Yeah. A, Luddite, a Luddite is somebody who um, is objecting to technology. So oh. someone who you've got a George. laptop in front of you, you don't right. qualify as a Luddite. Yeah, tell George. <laughs> who, who Bacala, George? Yes. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So in any event, um, thank you, a monkey wrencher. So there I was and this 50-year-old or so woman came up and she said, I'm going to have to pat you down. And I mm. said, but I'm a lesbian. <laughs> So what? What happened? Um, oh, tell me in a moment, actually. Yes. We'll uh, come back with the rest of Michelle's story here from the TSA at 800-259-9231. You're welcome to tell us uh, what your outreach experiences are. And it's great to have people getting out there all around the country and doing this stuff. Because it's important. Get the word out about freedom. 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever you want. This is Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site and those features, again, completely free for you. If you want to support the show, you like the fact that we give you that stuff for free, then you can pony up three bucks a month with our Free Talk Live AMP program. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. The idea is we take that $3 in and reinvest it into the show, get on more radio stations around the country, bring more internet listeners on board, and expose new people to the ideas of freedom. So head on over to amp.freetalklive.com to get signed up. You can use PayPal, or you can use Visa or MasterCard right on our website. Uh, go to amp.freetalklive.com, and you get perks too, like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, the AMP-only forum, the AMP-only podcast. Go get the details and get signed up at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. We were talking with Benjamin a moment ago about uh, some of the action that he's taking with some of just a handful of his friends out in, uh, was it the Sacramento area? Yes, Roseville. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is great. Uh, the more people getting out, the better. Doing outreach, it's it's great. Obviously, there's always a risk involved. The cops mm-hmm. are going to be called in in many cases, and that happened to them. But the cops didn't even didn't bother them at all, which was which, which is, nice. is very unusual for California cops. Period. Really? Oh yeah. So we were talking about New Hampshire, and of course, we're here, uh, Michelle. You and I are here because mm-hmm. of the Free State Project. That's where correct. we're trying to get people like Benjamin, the doers, the people that are the 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 best activists, mm-hmm. to come to the same place where mm-hmm. it's not difficult to find other people to go along with what you want to do with when you get an idea for activism you want to do something Mm -hmm. you just put it out there and people will show up in many cases you can do it with very short notice like we've had uh, somebody get arrested and have an arraignment the next morning and tell people within hours that this is happening and get half a dozen to a dozen people to show up right out you know with virtually no notice uh, so it's a, there's an incredible network of uh, people up here. But we're talking about some things that people can do when mm-hmm. they are cold, when it's cold outside, when mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you can't like during uh, the summertime. There's a, the music festival in Keene, and I was out there handing out hundreds of flyers to people mm-hmm. in a few hours during the music festival. And so, anytime I get to you know go and, and hit up a big group of people, I'll do it. But those people don't typically exist outdoors in New Hampshire, at least during the middle of the winter time. So there are other things that can be done. And I heard about some exciting things going on in the actually the legislature uh, today. And it's pretty rare that, you know, politics is uh, is is pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are really like there are a dozen free staters that have been elected to the House of Representatives here and 50 libertarian leaning at least maybe people. more like a hundred mm-hmm. but uh, there are a lot of uh, liberty-minded people in there and a lot more than in most states certainly more than in california correct and there are some things that are on the table there are like a hundred or so uh pieces of legislation that are they're that out there but there are a couple of them i heard about today uh that are pretty exciting and one of them has to do with um, a major increase in gun freedom in mm. New Hampshire, and New Hampshire is already like the third most free gun gun free state. Uh, gun free is not the right term. Like freedom regarding the ability yes. to carry guns. Uh, you can carry openly in New Hampshire, but you cannot uh, you cannot concealed carry without a permit. Mm-hmm. And something's going possibly to change. You know, it hasn't passed yet, but uh, there's something going to happen there perhaps that looks pretty exciting. And also something about jury nullification as well, uh, maybe working its way through the the political channels. As well as uh, Andrew Mancuso, I believe, who wrote up a bill to essentially make the searches and seizures of um, TSA agents illegal. Oh yeah, I'd heard about that yeah. one as well. So, yeah, there's some neat stuff going on even in the political process and you know, I moved up here, I was pretty burned out mm-hmm. on politics and I uh, you know, I had I'd managed a campaign or two down in Florida and I'd done plenty of politics down there with the Libertarian Party and it just just seemed like a total dead end and I was I was pretty down on it when I moved up here and I have to say that you know the political guys have proven their case they really I think have shown that not only is it possible to win an election with virtually no money here in in New Hampshire because there's 400 uh, legislators in a state of 1.4 million people which means that you're looking at districts with a few thousand folks in them. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not very difficult to campaign to a few thousand people. Right. Uh, you don't need to have deep, deep pockets in order to do that. So not only have we seen that liberty-minded people can be elected in New Hampshire, but we've also seen that there's been some successes already, uh, like the knife ban repeal, where... Uh, Jen. Yeah, one of the uh, mm-hmm. the, free, the earlier free staters, one of the ones that was elected prior to this year, the right. one I think she was elected in 2008... Uh, that she had this uh, piece of legislation that essentially made it so you can carry legally any kind of blade. You can carry a switchblade in New Hampshire now if you want to. Mm-hmm. And there's total freedom to carry knives here. So uh, I, I have to say that, you know, I've been sold on it. I'm not, you know, going to the state house every single day because <laughs> I still can't, you know, I still can't really stomach that process too uh, too well. But I, I can see myself being willing to do that again. Like when I first moved here, I did a little bit of that. And I can see myself going out there maybe for like a marijuana bill or something like that, something I feel really strongly about uh, to go out and, and do something there because they've really – they're moving in the right direction. So mm-hmm. you got to give them credit where credit's due. Mm-hmm. Uh, 800-259-9231. But there are some people who have tactics with which I firmly disagree. Luckily, they're not here uh, in New Hampshire. The violent ones are the right. ones I'm talking about. Uh, the people in this movement – uh, the movement here in New Hampshire, the Free State Project, the ones, all the ones I know are very, very peaceful. Many of them own guns, and they believe in the right to self-defense, but they also understand that using violence against the government is not a means to a peaceful end. And I think that the, the reason being is that we start out with the foundational principle that we do not believe in aggression. 
So the non-aggression principle states that you cannot use force, fraud, or coercion against another person. And if you start with principle-minded, um, you know, beliefs and then, and then evaluate your decisions and, uh, thought processes accordingly and line them up with your first cause principle, then you typically have, you know, positive outcomes. But when you are looking at isolate, you know, judging everything you do kind of as it comes in and have agenda based beliefs, then it's very relativistic thinking. And I think that that's how people end up getting into trouble because they might start out with, you know, an idea that what they want is liberty, but because they haven't really processed how that is the the principal foundation of that, then they end up kind of doing what you're mentioning. Well, I think there's one problem with the the non-aggression principle. I like it and mm-hmm. I, I believe in it. And it's something that I, you know, I follow the idea being that you don't aggress against anybody, um, period. Mm-hmm. You can defend yourself right. if someone aggresses against you. But the, the hole with that uh, particular viewpoint is that somebody can look at the government and say, oh, well, they're aggressing against me all the time. And that's a true statement. The government right. is an aggressor. The government is force. And they are always threatening you with violence. Mm-hmm. So the person who adheres simply to the non-aggression principle could justify within their mind using violence against the state. Mm-hmm. And I think that you have to go a step beyond the non-aggression principle. Mm-hmm. I think that you can only – I think legitimately the non-aggression principle really only, really only should apply to – individuals individual interaction right but when it comes to the state there's a different story and that's because the state has legit so-called legitimacy not with you or i michelle we mm-hmm. know the state's a big joke and mm-hmm. uh, you know a scary gang of people that uh, that hurts folks however in the minds of most folks they see the state as legitimate they see mm-hmm. that oh well, we elected these people and they passed these laws and you know you got to do this and you can't the cops are great they're heroes and, they're here for us yeah and so when you use violence, even if you believe it's in defense, even if it's, you believe that you've already been aggressed against, and I used to think that way, um, that uh, that's not good. There are real problems that can come from that because you're – I think you have to go beyond the non-aggression principle and embrace the idea of peace mm. beyond – do you see where I'm, see where I'm Absolutely. coming from? Non-aggression principle doesn't go far enough toward peace. So we just proved my point. I hadn't thought something through to its logical end. Mm-hmm. And and – you brought it to its logical end, meaning that if I just told the non-aggression principle, then, then there are some this, holes. Exactly. Yeah, some holes there. So, so if we want to achieve a peaceful uh, society, mm-hmm. we have to use peace as our means mm-hmm. in order to get to those ends. And we can talk more about this in a moment because there's a group of people up in Alaska that have been, shall we say, saber rattling uh, when it comes to the government agents. And now they've been arrested. And charged with criminal uh, conspiracy counts. So we'll tell you more about what's going on up there here in a moment. But I want to make sure we give you some tickets to the 12 Hours of Sebring. It's happening coming up next weekend. And it's going to be your chance to really have a hell of a party. If you've ever been before, I have not. Mark told me all about it, though. It's a huge racing party. It's multiple days of, uh, you know, kind of, I guess, trial races. And then it all culminates on Saturday with this huge 12 Hours of Sebring race. There's this major party just going on throughout all of the days. Sounds boring it's, it's incredible <laughs> from what i understand uh all kinds of I go. drinking and nudity and <laughs> debauchery 
so you can actually get yourself a pair of tickets, super passes, uh, if you want to go to this thing. It's happening in Sebring, Florida. That's the center of the state. That's real Florida. Fun. Um, and you can actually win those if you call in right now. Give them to the caller at number three at 603-435-1105. That's 603-435-1105. You're going to the 12 Hours of Sebring with two super passes. If you're caller three right now, 603-435-1105. Hour three is coming up. In moments, and you can take control of the airwaves, bring up whatever you want. Call now for the Sebring ticket, 603-435-1105. You know the Constitution like the back of your hand. You've read books, listened to podcasts, attended lectures, surfed websites, and watched videos. You've made liberty your life's goal, but something seems to be missing. Stickers. From LibertyStickers.com. Exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers. That's LibertyStickers.com. But wait. There's more. You can buy Liberty Stickers wholesale. Get them for 99 cents each when you put 100 or more in your shopping cart in any combination. Sell them or give them away. They're great for gun shows, flea markets, fairs, outreach, and more. Earn extra money, promote freedom, and spread the word. Need custom stickers, labels, or decals for your organization or business? Liberty Stickers makes them. Go to LibertyStickers.com to order or call 877-873-9626. LibertyStickers.com, the world's most dangerous stickers. is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the third hour of the program and we invite you to take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that we give you there completely free. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Michelle. And uh, we're telling uh, you, we're going to get to the story about Alaska here in a moment and the agitators, uh, the violent agitators out there and what happened to them uh, in, a bu- in a bit. But Mark, uh, Michelle, you know Mark, Mark will be back tomorrow. <laughs> no, but I'll file my nails across <laughs> me if you want. That's what I'm Mark does I'm cuter than here, Mark. Come yes, on. <laughs> definitely. Um, but Mark does file his nails. You're right. That's yes. something he does. So... We were talking about uh, your trip to San Antonio. You left out of Boston uh, Airport. I did. And they uh, going through the TSA screening there. Bring our listeners up to speed that weren't tuned in last hour. Uh, Michelle, what, what's the story? Well, I don't fly anymore. I mean, I used to fly mm, 50 times a year, and now wow. I don't even fly once a year uh, because I don't want to participate in, in uh, the TSA you know, choice that were offered either to be uh, cancer scanned or felt up. Mm-hmm. And, um, and since I don't have a private plane, <laughs> then those are my options. So I just make it as difficult as possible. So I wear boots that have laces and I wear lots of jewelry and I'm just a real pain to get behind in the line. And as people, you know, complain that I'm going too slowly, I'm able to turn around and say, well, you know, it's not really me that is is holding you up but rather this right. process and so it, it provides good opportunity to have dialogue and i usually have a pretty high success rate of having at least you know a person or a couple walk away from the encounter going you're right and having them be affected and changed well yeah, like an aha moment exactly mm-hmm. well um i had not had the experience set of having to choose between going through the scanner or being felt up 
because I haven't flown for a while. Right. So this is your first time. Yes. So I said no to the scanner. I was the only person that said no. Mm. And everybody else obediently going in. Obediently to the point of a woman being in a wheelchair and having to be helped out. One man man was on one side of her. One was on the other. They held her hands up like, you know, don't shoot me like Mm -hmm. they do. Yeah. And then they they said one, two, three. They let go of her. They took the thing and then grabbed her. Outrageous. I know. And these people were just saying, yes, okay. And I said, no, this isn't okay. And I said, "Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. And the woman said, are you opting out? I said, yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm opting out. (laughs) And I was so excited to say that. And and so this uh, gal walks up to me in her mid-50s or so. TSA. Yes. Mm -hmm. And um, says, well, I'm going to have to pat you down. I said, I'm aware. And she says, I need to get some gloves. Like, oh, really? And she said, yes. Meanwhile, there are three or four TSA agents standing there, all male, and they're kind of looking me. I was looking kind of cute and, you know, traveling, and, and mm-hmm. they were looking me up and down. And I said, um, I'm actually a lesbian, so <laughs> I would like to have a man feel me up. I mean, not really, because I really don't want a man to feel me up. Right. But trying to mock their their own system of rules. You know, no, I am not, in fact, a lesbian. However... Um, I have girlfriends that are, and so what? So it's okay for them to be accosted because it's a woman doing it, mm-hmm. same sex, or, or, or that's supposed to make us feel better. So I was trying to poke fun. A molestation's at their... a molestation. Absolutely, you don't ask for sexual touching. That's molestation. And I have to tell you, if I don't know other people's experiences, but this woman had blue gloves on, and she used the back of her hand, and she told me, "I'm going to use the back of my hand." She actually pressed up in between my legs to where there was like like some penetration not oh dear yeah i mean like there it was knuckle up in Mm, my area yeah Yeah. so i said whoa and i said and and these three men are looking and he said do you need privacy i said no i'm a porn star too so i'm used to doing (laughs) this in the open and they're like oh really (laughs) like whatever (laughs) and um so this uh, so the the head the manager there says, "Are you going to give us a problem?" I said, "No, but you're obviously giving me a problem. Yeah. I'm just trying to travel. I've paid for my ticket. I've paid the service fees. I've paid the taxes, and I would just like to be able to get to where I'm going peacefully." And um, I said, "You have no grounds for checking me. I I don't pose a threat to anyone." And I said, "So I believe this is a violation of my right to privacy." And he said, "Well, we're working with the airlines." I said, "No, you're not." And he said, "Oh, yes, we are." I said, "You mean Forcing to tell me right?" I said, "You mean them. to tell me that if the airlines right now um, wanted to, they could opt out?" And he said, "Well, no." <laughs> I said, then you're not working with them. You are forcing and coercing them yeah. into... You're foisting subjective. your security system yeah. upon the, those airlines. And he said, I don't understand why you w- don't want to be protected. <laughs> I said, I'd, can, I, can I opt out Michelle, of why me? can't you just be a docile little sheep <laughs> like the rest of them? I know. Do you know how many times I've been at... It would make my life easier. Sure, of course. It's always easier to go along to get along. Yeah. But no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold out and... Stay with my kind. and So you went through the embarrassment of having this woman feel you up. And what made me... Oh, and so the exciting part to the story, though, was at this point, there are like six or seven TSA agents are standing around me. Not a single solitary onlooker is even bothered or is stops or... Just walking right by. They just they're walk. Busy. They're just getting to where they're going. Yep. It's not them, you know? Yep. 
And uh, so this man comes over. Even though you're noticeably making kind of a scene, right? Like it's not oh, like you're quiet or anything. Look, I mean, yeah, yeah, I was making a big scene. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I sang. I mean, like I did the whole thing. Oh, da, wow. da, 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 uh, da. oh yeah, I did the whole thing. So, um, so this man walks over and he's probably 50s also. And he said, where are you from? And, Another TSA agent. Yes. And I said, I am from New Hampshire. And he said, oh, are you one of those? I said, what, free staters? He goes, well, yeah, but the the ones from Keene. I said, a Awesome. <laughs> I'm like, I can't wait to tell Ian. I got accused of being a Keniac. That's so, incredible. Um, so, yeah, so it was great. But then, you know, I, so I made my way down. I was asked to step off the plane. Um, once I got on, because I asked um, a uh, a flight attendant to get a glass of water for the woman next to me because she was choking and she was coughing to the point of not being able to talk. And I said, mm-hmm. excuse me, I said, would you, could you get her a glass of water? I was, um, and then in addition to that, I also switched places with a woman so that she could sit with her husband and son. Sure. So I was asked to get off the plane and I was told that if I couldn't just sit quietly in my seat and face forward and if I was going to insist on butting into the other passenger's business, then I was not going to be welcome on the flight. Did someone complain about you? No, this was the this was just the flight attendants. This was the first class agent. The first class flight attendant. Yeah. On Continental. Don't fly Continental. Apparently not. No. So that was so that was my trip going. Coming back, I flew Delta and it was more peaceful. But coming back, um, I was San Antonio. I was getting going through security at like quarter to six in the morning. And is obviously it was very, very busy. Mm-hmm. And um and I got up and before the woman could even say anything, I said, I'm opting out. And she said, you don't go through the scanner unless I send you through. And then if I send you through, then you have the choice of opting out. I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to tell you I'm going to opt out. Yeah. And she says, well, I'm not going to send you through the scanner. Oh. <laughs> she showed you, didn't she? Yes. Like, nanny, awesome. nanny, boo-boo. Great stories. So, yeah. So that was my TSA experience. So I think that goes to, you know, what we were talking about with the... um with Julian Heichlin, not that I'm comparing myself to him, but just that getting up and getting out there and saying no mm-hmm. and taking back that line, you know, that this, you know, this, this arbitrary line in the sand that everyone has them where they say, okay, no more mm-hmm. push that line further and further away from you. And, and, you know, and take the freedom that you have been blessed with because you are a human being. And that yeah. is, that is, your entitlement as being human. Absolutely. You've got to claim it. You have to uh, make a stand for your rights if you want to have them. Otherwise, these government people are just going to keep whittling away at them. Yep. So good for you, Michelle. Thank Great you. stories. If only they had one of you every hour going through there. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean? You were probably the only person all day long. Yes. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever you'd like. This is Free Talk Live. When it comes to potential police abuse, the most important place to protect yourself is while driving. FreedomCam.net has a groundbreaking new product that gives you the best all-around protection. The The GPS GPS Black Black Box Box Dash Cam. Cam. This easy-to-use unit has video cameras recording all around and inside your vehicle. 
It also has a built-in microphone and GPS navigation, which records your driving route and speed. For traffic stops, accidents, and all other driving incidents, protect yourself with the ultimate witness at freedomcam.net. Free Talk Live, you can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free. Bring up anything, 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Michelle. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. And you can enjoy the features we have there completely free. We've got listening options, live streams, both broadband and dial-up versions. Uh, Around the clock, you can tune in and listen to the latest episode of Free Talk Live. And that's not the only way you can listen. We've got 94 great radio stations across the country that carry the show at various times throughout the week. You can get a list of them at listen.freetalklive.com. Plus, uh, we've got our listen lines that allow you to call in from any phone that can dial long distance and listen in that way. In addition, there's our webcam and our free-to-air satellite channel, which actually allows you to listen in uh, without having to pay any kind of subscription fee. So head on over to listen.freetalklive.com. And get information, get tuned in on how to listen to the show. Listen.freetalklive.com as we continue with your phone calls. Frank is in New York. Frank, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Michelle. Uh, Good evening. Hey, Frank. Yeah, I just wanted to say that uh, I agree that the TSA has certainly violated, you know, the civil rights of individuals, uh, especially regarding uh, unlawful search and seizure. And I think what has to be done is that you're going to have to have, you know, a video camera or something so that you can document the molestation by the TSA employees. And then after your flight, what you do is you file criminal charges against them in the jurisdiction where the molestation occurred, and then you also file accessory charges to the airline company. Sadly, they Frank, empowered they're... and allowed that. And the only people I've been looking at well, those, those charges but, will not stand uh, for the airlines yeah. at the very least. It would be interesting to try it no, against no, what the you TSA. Would do is you, would, you would actually you would file the charges against the officers on the board. All of officers and agents under the USA Patriot Act are protected. No, that operating. Hasn't, that hasn't been brought to the Supreme Court case or to a federal case. You need to establish uh, adjudication. You have to bring it to the court, and if they uphold the belief that they're immune under the Patriot Act, then that has to be appealed and brought then to the Supreme Court. But here's the point. You should do that, Frank. Uh, no, no, here's, what, here's, here's, the, here's the strategy that actually should be done. Uh, right now, the only people that apparently uh, believe or believe to have immunity are, you know, the cabinet-level officers uh, and the czar-titled officers that are, you know, heading up the federal bureaucracies. The rank-and-file employees aren't, actually. And what's very interesting is if people would do this, and you'd have maybe, oh, you know, 3,000 cases brought against the employees as well as the TSA They'd employees all be as well as the out. airlines. They'd all be thrown out. The judge will throw it right no, out no, 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 on but then the and you appeal uh, no that. Standing. You appeal that to the uh, next level. Great. How much does that cost? And, well, the point is it has to be done. It's a class action thing. And then you have some teeth where the, where the court will actually define is... Congress 
or the president allowed to violate the Constitution, the Bill of Rights. Yeah. And under, of under <laughs> law, they're not allowed to do it's that. It's a state of but emergency. The they can do anything brought, they want. Right, martial law. the case is brought to the court, and they Great, rule Frank, on where that. Great, Frank, where are the lawyers who are going to do this? Well, the point is they're going to have to be brought into it. No, and maybe you'll need, maybe you'll need a class suspended. action suit mm-hmm. with, with, you know, $3 billion in, you know, in an award to get Frank, those where have law you been? lawyers Frank, you know, where have into you been it. the last eight years? I've been here in the United States. I've been following this, and I'm very, I'm very well informed. Try the happening. last few decades. I mean, these government people are completely the immune point from is, su- being if you, sued. If you're going to just say, "Oh, there's nothing that can be done," then then this abuse will continue unless you we didn't have say there the was nothing that can be bring done. It, bring it through the court system. Why aren't you doing it, Frank? It. Why you know, aren't this, you this, doing this it, Frank? Will stand. Why these, aren't you doing it, Frank, if it's such a great idea? I would actually like to. I'm not an, I'm not an attorney. I don't have, you know, well, I'm not a Don't you have friends who are attorneys? I mean, you said you're in the Illuminati and you've got all these connected... Uh, <laughs> well, you've got all, you know sorry. what's funny about it? The, the, the individuals that are running the show are laughing, laughing through their teeth at this. They don't have to deal with that. They go on private jets. Big Sis Napolitano goes on a private jet or a government chartered military jet. I get you. Hillary man. Clinton goes on a private jet or you know, I would too if I could afford it. You know, State Department jet or Bill Clinton goes on any corporate uh, any Frank, corporate, the fact that you know, people in general who, who are so free, busy you know, in the, the rat airplane. race Frank. of their life and they are unable to see the forest for the trees, they are not. They don't have um, adequate uh, information through the media because the media has completely sold out. And, and well, we it's don't, been sold out for years. It always has been this so way. So people Come aren't on, even people been? aren't even aware of what the DHS is, as we heard in a caller a couple calls ago. Yeah. And and so much less they refer to the USA Patriot Act as simply as the Patriot Act without caps, not realizing that it's an acronym for just anathema. Of course, and there's actually two of them, Patriot Act One and Two. And there's something known as the Military Commissions Act of 2006. Mm-hmm. And you also have the Homeland Security Act One hey, and Two. Hey, Frank, and start picking illegal. up the phone. They're all illegal. Frank, you I know. got you, man. They're legal though because they did it and they got away with it. So anything they do is legal. The point is, the government cannot violate the constitution yes That's they can and they do it all the time you thank you frank for the, the call go pick up the phone and call some lawyers then <laughs> you know, thank this you is what frank be done, guys. thank you frank i appreciate it look i'm not saying that you shouldn't try it but don't tell me it's my job to do it i don't believe that the courts are going to solve this problem right, and i don't I, <laughs> I don't uh you know i don't have the money to hire the courts a have legitimized this sure and the courts over time will throw out case after case after case. Go ahead, try suing the government, mm-hmm. and they will tell you, case dismissed, you have no standing. Mm-hmm. You have no standing against the government. I mean, how many how many judges are saying, don't bring the Constitution into my courtroom? It's been said a, <laughs> a bunch of times. So, yeah, Frank is right. Yes, it's illegal what they're doing by their own rules. They're breaking right. their own rules. But what's new? Mm-hmm. They've been breaking their own rules as long as I've been an adult, mm-hmm. as long as I've been paying attention. And it was outrageous at first, and now it's just, oh, you know, that's the par for the course. This is mm-hmm. what they do. They don't care what their own rules say. Mm-hmm. So, please. And sadly, people have been so inundated with the propaganda that, that we here in this country need protection from those people over there. The enemy. The enemy. Yeah. There always right. has to be an enemy. Right. Because if there's no enemy, then the government wouldn't be able to scare people into doing things like taking off their belts and their shoes and bending over for a cavity search. It's just that visual.
It's so sad. And I agree with Frank, and I understand his frustration. And I understand that everybody wants the government. You know, a lot of people, they see this happening, and it's, it's upsetting to them. And they, they say to themselves, well, you know, the Constitution is really clear. I mean, the First Amendment, freedom of speech. How can this judge down in Orlando ban handing out uh, flyers on a courthouse or at a courthouse? How Fifth can the- Amendment, not incriminating yourself. The Fourth Amendment, the right to um, search, uh, be free from unreasonable search, search and seizure. Seizures, but they put right. the word unreasonable in there. So the mm-hmm. government just has to say, oh, this is reasonable. Mm-hmm. So there's all kinds of holes in the Constitution, and even if there weren't holes in the Constitution, it wouldn't matter anyway, because who can take on the behemoth of the state? The state runs the court system. The state is the executive branch that you're trying to sue. So you're suing right. the state in the, in the state's system, and it's, it's all stacked against you. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's impossible in all instances. Clearly, some people have threatened suits, like against local police departments, and there have been settlements made in those cases. So I'm not saying it's impossible, but if you want people to do it, Frank, you need to be the one to step up. Please stop telling everybody else what they should be doing. It's hard to get people to think that your idea is great. Right. I've tried this before. It doesn't work very well. Lead they have by to example. Think it's, right. They have to think it's their own idea before they'll think it's great. So show us the way, Frank. It's Free Talk Live. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up anything you want and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. We've got a webcam on our website, and it is completely free. You can go to cam.freetalklive.com. You can watch, listen, and interact because the chat room is built into the same page. So go to cam.freetalklive.com to do that. For free. And know that the cam is brought to you by Memory Dealers. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GMIX, XFPs, Zenpacks, and X2s that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs. In stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery, MemoryDealers.com. 800-259-9231. You can take control of these airwaves. Let's go to the phones and the fun. Charles, listening in California. Charles, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Michelle. Hey there. Good evening. Yeah, yeah. There's no doubt that you know we got a got a huge huge problem, and um, you know maybe it's something in the Cheerios. Um, anyway, just to, just to let people know, anyone flying out of you know uh, down there in Boston, I, I left uh, in the second week of December. You know, after being in New Hampshire for the fall, and my suggestion would be fly Virgin America. Um, they're located kind of in a little cubby hole. Um, one of the sections there, and uh, bec- I think because of that, and they're the only ones there, there was no scanners and you know no no heavy duty pat downs or nothing like that. Well, they just haven't really... implemented the scanners at all the airports at all the terminals quite yet, but they're getting there. Yeah, they're working on it. Exactly. Exactly. Well, it's hard to believe that they'll actually put one in in that little spot, and who knows? They they may move them over. But right now, Virgin Airways, 
out of uh, Boston Logan is a, is a really good. Uh, okay. Well, was there anything else you wanted to share? Alternative. Tonight? Well, I mean, that was uh, one thing, and I I thought that the uh, story that Michelle was sharing uh, about uh, you know kind of an alternative to you know opting out on the first part, but then not opting out on the second part because obviously she had to get from point A to point B. Um, I'm going to have to do the same thing because I'm heading to Maui here uh, shortly, and uh, you know I. Oh no, I Michelle plan. opted out on both both legs of her trip. Uh, he, he opted on the first part, but the pat down and not. But I thought that her story was fantastic and yeah. a very uh, wonderful, creative way of you know at least uh, you know causing some some attention. So so maybe that could be incorporated into our you know st- strategies. You know as far as at least uh, you know at least showing some of the. Uh, uh, the sleepwalkers that hey, hey it's not cool but it, it is pretty sad that the, the passivity that that exists out there sure. sometimes you can't trip up the government altogether but there's nothing wrong with sticking your foot out there and and you know making them take a little longer and giving people a round pause to reflect on on uh what it is they're doing or they're th- what they're not doing you, you know gotta I mean, people, break up the routine yeah people were, were sending their children through and um you just mm. uh yeah, you just you don't you have to stop and think, and and sometimes even just doing that can help people um, change their own routine. Charles, thanks for the call. Appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Let's talk to Michael in Texas. Michael, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Michelle. Hello. Hey, Michael, what's on your mind tonight? I was uh, just wondering uh, what your uh, predictions were, like how how high you think silver is, is actually going to go, and what year. Do you believe that the dollar will turn around? I have. Uh, first of all, I don't think the dollar is going to turn around. I think that uh, historically the dollar has lost value ever since uh, it was introduced uh, back. You know, in the early uh, the early twentieth century, it started to go downhill when they they brought in the Federal Reserve and they uh, you know they. Thanks for the call tonight, by the way. I appreciate hearing from you uh, at 800-259-9231. So they brought in the Federal Reserve. They created the income tax, and the dollar started to go downhill. It really got bad after they pulled the uh, the gold and the silver backing away from it. So there's there's no way that the, the dollar is going to do much of a turnaround. It's just going to keep losing value because they they have the interest in continuing to print them out. Uh, the government, you know, they there's no reason for them not to continue printing. It it benefits them, and it takes value from us. That's what inflation is. Inflation is not a rise in price. It is the increase in the money supply. And prices t- tend to rise because of inflation as a symptom of inflation because then you have more dollars chasing around the same amount of goods. So prices go up as, uh, as a result of that. So I don't think the, uh, the dollar is going to turn around. But on the other hand, I'm not going to speculate and say how high I think silver is going to go. I'm, I'm not an expert uh, in those matters. And anybody that is an expert is still just speculating. So, M- Michelle, any uh, thoughts on that? I'm actually looking at gold and silver charts right now. On my computer. Yeah, what's the current price? I, I mean, I don't even follow it every day. Uh, let's see here. I'm not looking. I'm actually looking at a, a chart from this last week when the price was thirty five ninety. I don't know what wow. it was today, but um, I, I bought last time. I bought was at around thirty. So now it's already gone up significantly since then. Yeah, and everything I bought was like at eighteen. So that was, I bought some around then, and I bought mm-hmm. some when it was nine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, in my li- short life, relatively short life as an adult, I'm thirty years old. Uh, I've seen it go up from $9 to $35. I would say that if the price goes below, um, let's see, like $35.20, $35. I'm probably going to 
Buy sell. some more? No, I'm going to oh, sell. sell. Yeah, I probably will. I will probably sell really? at that point. And then, mm-hmm. um, because you I think it's going to go down. I think that we're going to see a pullback and then, and then a, um, just, then it's just going to take off. So at that point, I personally, how I trade, I would evaluate my risk and how much, um, it's not really good to try to time the market. Mm-hmm. And so I would evaluate my risk and, and do my risk reward strategy and, and go from there. Well, you see, I'm not a trader. I don't mm-hmm. know anything about any of that stuff. Uh, the only reason I've got silver is because I want to I want to store my value. I don't want Absolutely. to lose value to inflation, and I know that they're going to keep inflating. Mm-hmm. And so I don't – when I make a buy, I don't try to time it or anything yep. like that. I mean, it'd be nice for it to go down before I buy, mm-hmm. uh, but if I've got some extra money, I'm going to put some in – I'm going to put some into silver because yeah. it just makes sense to me. The only reason why I would be selling at that point is because I would have another opportunity to do – make an investment into something, something else. else. I see. Absolutely. But I certainly wouldn't. I mean, my days of holding cash other than, you know, enough to, in the event that, you know, I, I need, yeah, exactly. Like a three month cushion of, you know, whatever. Um, I'm not interested in holding cash. There's nothing that my cash can buy that, uh, the IRS mm-hmm. can't take away from me anyway. So, so, uh, yeah, I, so if you want to get your hands on some silver, we have a way for you to do that. You can just go to silver.freetalklive.com and our friends over at Midas Resources who help syndicate this radio program will be happy to sell you some. And there's gold there too as well. And it's easy too because there's not a whole a bunch of options. So we've kind of narrowed it down to some, some easy choices. And so you can go to silver.freetalklive.com and order your stuff there. And then Free Talk Live actually gets a small cut of, uh, of that sale. So once again, silver.freetalklive.com. Brian is listening in Huntington, West Virginia, WVTS. Hello, Brian. Yes. Hey, Brian, what's on your mind tonight? Oh, I was listening to y'all earlier how time-consuming it is that it taking airplanes to wherever you need to go, going through security checks and everything else. If, you, if you've ever been on a train, then the line is nowhere near as long and the security is not as uh, as tight as it is at airports. And I just wondered why people go through the hassle of going through the airports when we still have trains taking your train. I say it's, that's a good question, and I thank you for the call tonight. I'd say it's because trains are in con- more inconvenient than uh than airlines are. I mean, the tracks don't run everywhere. Uh, I remember when I was in Florida, right. tracks didn't go south of Tampa. So you could, if you wanted to take a train, you had to drive to Tampa first. And mm-hmm. at that point, you might as well take a plane because planes go faster uh, than trains do. The trains stop a lot more often than uh, than planes do. Yeah, Aziza and they're had, not that cheap. Aziza was on the plane on the train at 10 this morning and didn't get in until uh, 6.50 this evening. And, and I could have made that drive. And she was coming to, from New Jersey. Right. I could have made that drive two hours shorter. It's a six-hour drive, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's a good question. I mean, clearly some people still do ride on trains because of the nostalgia factor, I think, uh, or because they, you know, they're afraid to fly. But for the most part, flying is still a more efficient operation, even with all the TSA stuff in the middle. Though I did hear something about the Am- Amtrak banning the TSA. Oh, Did you hear about that? No. I heard. I mean, I heard it. I didn't see the, the news personally. But anyway, LearnLiberty.org is a new site featuring libertarian talks and lectures on a variety of topics. It's a great way to explore new avenues within the libertarian perspective. You can brush up on political, economic, and philosophical terms like public choice and confirmation bias. And more videos are being added daily, like Professor Anthony Davies showing just how bad the government's debt is. It's the lectures you wish they taught in school. LearnLiberty.org. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. 
On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Franks, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control. Even in these remaining moments, there's enough time for your thoughts. If you make the call now, 1-800-259-9231 is the number. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Michelle. 1-800-259-9231. Don't forget, you can visit us on our website at freetalklive.com. Get interactive there in various different ways. And all completely free. If you want to help support the show, you can do that by shopping with us at shop.freetalklive.com. You get your shopping done. You get the stuff that you're looking for. You get a great price. It's Amazon. You know, they're the largest internet retailer with dozens of categories. even sell groceries at Amazon. So what you do is you go to shop.freetalklive.com. There are different Amazon links there. One of them hopefully will be for your country. We've only got four of them. It's uh, U.S., the uh, Canada, Germany, and the U.K., so click into the one that's most appropriate for you and then get your shopping taken care of and get the stuff delivered to your door. Free Super Saver shipping on a lot of their brand new items. They even sell used stuff, too, though, so you can do that as well. And Free Talk Live gets a cut when you enter through shop.freetalklive.com. And if you like Taryn Lupo's history pieces on the LCL Report, which is his uh, YouTube channel, you can uh, – or even if you don't, even maybe if you've never seen it before, you should still check out his new historical fiction novel. Pirates of Savannah is an adventure novel about the birth of freedom in the Low Country. At its heart is a tale of prisoners, refugees, and society's casts off all joining together to escape from government tyranny and discover a path to liberty on the open seas. It's a gritty, vivid account of what life was like in the 1700s and is loaded with real obscure historical events that time has nearly erased and buried. Taryn is doing an experiment in intellectual property and taking a risk by giving away the ebook completely free. You can check out the first three chapters now at piratesofsavannahbook.com. That's piratesofsavannahbook.com. So we continue here with your phone calls. Alex is in Tennessee. Alex, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Michelle. Alex, in Texas. Oh, I'm actually calling from Texas. <laughs> well, Texas, I was just in Texas. I love Texas, Alex. Hey, Alex, what's on your mind tonight? I wanted to tell you about, I wanted to expose these globalists, globalist <laughs> bikers. Uh, they're doing another cover-up. The globalist bikers? Is that like the Hells Angels? Exactly. Uh-huh. Except they're, they're in Japan, and... They're covering up the Godzilla attack with the tsunami story. Oh, I was wondering what the tsunami story. Yeah, I w- I'm glad you called tonight, Alex, because I was wondering, you know, I heard about the tsunami today. Obviously, the earthquake, horrible, horrible uh, ter- tragedy, natural disaster. Uh, but you always in these circumstances, the conspiracy community always has some sort of conspiratorial explanation uh, that the government was somehow involved here. And you're saying this one was actually Godzilla. He came out of the ocean and he started tearing up Japan. And they didn't want, uh, since Godzilla was actually part of the CIA, a weapons program sent to Japan in the 50s. <laughs> okay, so did, does uh, Godzilla have a friend in some sort of Loch Ness Monster kind of thing who also caused the uh, volcanoes to erupt in Russia as well? 
That was Walter. Ah, oh. I knew it. <laughs> I really have to get these uh, the names of these monsters down. Godzilla and Mothra are two of the biggest ones. Now, are we seeing like a resurgence in uh, attacks by monster uh, these horrible uh, movie monsters? Are they coming, or is it just Godzilla and Mothra that are doing all the damage? Um, Haiti was actually caused by Rodan, <laughs> and uh, in the coming months, I'm, I'm starting to look for uh, King Gaidera. He will show up soon. He's, he's one of the most dangerous ones out there. He's, now, this he's is a big conspiracy. A long time. I mean, this is a huge conspiracy here because Godzilla isn't exactly someone who can hide from a video camera, and it's not like uh, Japan is North Korea where no one owns video cameras. So, how is it that the uh, that they they managed to cover this up? I mean, for sure, if Godzilla was actually attacking Japan, we would have some kind of, of YouTube leak. There would be something out there. When you use a huge amount of water to cover up a huge monster, it does a pretty good job. These guys aren't pros. They've been doing this for the last 50, 60 years. <laughs> so, wait, how do you use a huge amount of water to cover up Godzilla? How does that work? On all the cameras of the tsunami hitting the beach, it's just all they do is they Photoshop the same piece of water over and over again. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Alex. I appreciate uh, the inside scoop there on what really happened. 800-259-9231. Let's talk to Brandon, who is in California. Brandon, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi, uh, Mr. Freeman and Michelle. How are you guys doing tonight? Hey. Hi. Uh, what's on your mind? You can call me Ian. Um, I uh, recently was watching CNN, and um, I think Pierce Morgan was reporting that um, nearly or around 40,000 U.S. troops are in Japan right now. Okay. As of, like, the, the earthquake or just because there are always that many troops in Japan? Because there are always that many troops in Japan. Wow. That's a lot. That is a lot. And and to insist that um, while watching the show that Pierce Morgan was worried about their safety uh, more than an entire country full of natives that, you know, oh, um, of their safety. You so know this I mean? is the guy that took over for Larry King, right? Correct. Yeah, so uh, so the only concern after the tsunami is whether or not the American troops are okay in Japan, not the actual Japanese people who have been suffering as a result of this. Correct. Wow, it's so sick. It's so twisted. And so is ethnocentrism the right term for that, I think? I would say so. Yeah. And and just listening to um, uh, Mr. Obama's uh, speech today on uh, – he had some news conference today where the first 30 seconds or maybe a minute of it, his concern was that there was troops in Japan and that he had one boat and one plane there um, to help uh, the country of Japan. What about the women and children? (laughs) It's just – it's very sickening. It's very sickening when you see video footage – of um, uh, of, uh, of humans uh, waving white flags out of their windows, you know, asking for help and support. And Mr. Obama says that there's a plane and a boat. Just you know, we have we have your help. You know. Wow. Thanks for sharing that tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else on your mind? No, that's it. Thank Brandon, you. I appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That is the SACL CAI toll free line. So we're in these countries that we. we- 
I'm I'm being the United States. Yes. Oh, you you're the United States. <laughs> yeah, I'm being the United States. Hmm. Right. How did so you get to be I'm the United gonna, States? You know, I'll, I'll be the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> no, so so I'm speaking on behalf of the American people. So here we are. Yes, over in all these countries, and we're here to help you. We're here to support you. We're here to protect you. We're here to protect our our mutual interests. But I'm so glad that when the stuff hits the fan. I've got a boat that I can leave your little island with and get safely away and, mm-hmm. and leave you alone to to uh, deal with the repercussions of Mother Nature slamming against your shore. 1-800-259-9231. Uh, you'd mentioned this earlier, Michelle. We're not going to have time to talk about the Alaska situation with the violent mm-hmm. uh, agitators up there, the people that are hinting at violence, but maybe we'll get to that tomorrow night. Uh, but at copblock.org, there's a story about a grandfather who has been murdered by the police at 1230 mm. in the morning. Uh, this from wickedlocal.com in Framingham. I believe that's Massachusetts. Wednesday, January 5th, the Fr- Framingham police SWAT team served a search warrant. During the search uh, service of the search warrant, Mr. Yuri Stamps was tragically and fatally struck by a bullet, which was discharged from a SWAT officer's rifle. Despite immediate intervention by tactical medics, he died at the scene. The officer involved had been placed on administrative leave pending the outcome. Of, that's, by the way, it's code for paid vacation. Right. Pending the outcome of district attorney office's independent investigation into the justifiability of the shooting, which we can predict will probably be completely justified because the cops are uh, 99 times out of 100 completely justified in murdering innocent people. Our condolences are with the Stamps family for the heartbreak they're understandably enduring and will await the findings of the investigation. Uh, according to the story here, it was a another botched drug raid. Mr. Stamps was not the target of the drug raid and wasn't even armed when he was killed. Now, that apparently was, uh, excuse me, part of the, earlier I was reading a statement from the police chief, Stephen Carl. Uh, Stamps was not killed by a SWAT officer, according to Cop Block. Or they're, they're talking about how he phrased this. Uh, he was fatally struck by a bullet which was discharged from a SWAT officer's rifle. So the officer himself wasn't responsible. It was the rifle that uh, right. discharged because guns uh, kill bullet. people. Right. The report came out of uh, Maryland in 2010 that showed about 92% of the 1,618 SWAT team deployments in that state were for the purposes of surfing a search warrant. 47% of those search warrants were issued for the purpose of recovering illegal drugs, and the use of SWAT was originally for the purpose of diffusing already violent situations, such as hostage situations or engaging heavily armed suspects. But boy, have things changed. You can get more details over at copblock.org. I just wanted to get that out there. This man was 68 years old. He has 12 grandchildren. 12 grandchildren are going to get to go see their grandpa be buried by... Yep. Murdered. Killed murdered in the hands by of the police, police officer. Likely on a, you know, in a botched drug raid. So mm. maybe they got the wrong house. Maybe they you know, got the wrong apartment or something like that. And it happens all the time. We're out of time tonight. We'll be back tomorrow. Freetalklive.com. Are you ready to explore New Hampshire? Meet more than a thousand freedom-loving friends? And experience the free market in action? You can do all of these things and more at the Free State Project's 2011 Porcupine Freedom Festival at Rogers Campground in beautiful Lancaster, New Hampshire. Porkfest has games, hikes, live music, dance parties, fun activities for kids, and even state-free weddings. And of course, Porkfest features the famous Agora Valley, where the free market thrives. You won't want to miss speakers like Stefan Molyneux and Jane Neal Shulman, 
But the best part of Porkfest is being surrounded by more than a thousand like-minded, freedom-loving friends. The fun begins on June 20th, 2011, and doesn't stop until the 26th. Porkfest 2011 is the biggest liberty-oriented event in the world. This year, you can be a part of it. Don't miss out. Visit Porkfest.com today. That's P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. Use coupon code FREETALKLIVE, all one word, for 20% off. Podcast listeners, hey, uh, sorry for the bad audio. I'm calling on a cell phone from Florida. I'll be back on the show on Saturday. But um, I need a favor. Uh, I don't do this too often, so please keep that in mind. If, do you remember the ads that we had, that we ran last week? They were Paul Frederick. They were for some white Oxford shirts. Well, they, they got some really poor response. Now, I don't think a week is nearly long enough to decide whether or not a particular ad venue works or not. But I accepted the, the ad buy because I knew that I had a, an ace in the hole, and that ace in the hole is you guys. So I'm asking if you have a job where you have to dress nice or you need a dress shirt for church or a funeral or something like that, please buy this one from Paul Frederick. Um, you always need a white dress shirt. Your old one is probably stained or frayed in the, the cuffs or something, um, or you just need another one. I mean, having two, two or three isn't a bad thing. Um, you can't buy one for nineteen ninety five anywhere. You, you, if you go to the mall, it's going to be forty bucks. If you go to one of those discount stores, um, you're you're not going to be able to get one that fits you in the neck or fits you in the waist or fits you. Or the, the arms are going to be too short. This one's going to fit you right because you're going to go online and get it tailor done. This is their loss leader. They're not making money on this. They just want you to go to the site so that you you know get used to buying from them, and then hopefully you'll buy something you know else from them in the future. And that's where they're hoping to make their money. However, that doesn't concern me. What concerns me is whether you not you buy the white dress shirt today. <laughs> so um, go to 1995shirt.com. Use promo code Tuck. That's T U C K. I'm not cussing at you. Promo code Tuck. 1995shirt.com. Thanks, guys. I appreciate your help.